It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And then W265CV Madison. Take us anywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. It's Wednesday on the Drew Elson Show. Powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Drew and KB are still in the throes of pennant fever. This is the year we go all the way. All the way. All the way. All the way. They'll talk brewers with Tom Hodricord of the Journal Sentinel. They'll indulge in a little art appreciation. And they'll catch up with a longtime Wisconsin sports fan and once promising left handed pitching prospect, Mr. Lucky himself, Doby Maxwell. This is not disturb everybody else. And now, one of them might leave early to interview for the job of U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations. <laughs> Here's Drew and KB. is the root. What a family, what a family. The babysitter, we're going deep. You just be a good girl. Well, I'm getting older and grumpier. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Bongo, 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 bongo. Pain. Aguilera unloads. Look, I'm a Milwaukee kid. I don't ever want to be successful. Mm-hmm. Smith, kid, you know, just hanging out. just want you to know, Drew. I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I respect the store. Oh, wow. We're going hand up, Woody. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. Well, actually, I do like Braun better than Aaron Rodgers. Foo Fighters. He could be a freak on the court and on the shit. Oh you know what I'm saying? Hard, hard, hard. Hi, this is Barry Manilow inviting everybody to turn the radio off. What the Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness. And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the (gasps) Welcome aboard the Wednesday edition of the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc, fueled by Diet Mountain Dew and healthy skepticism. My name is Drew chair to my right empty for the moment kb at a medical appointment on his way to the uh, iheart milwaukee megaplex armin sarian is at his post however good day armin good day drew i'm i'm gonna fill in admirably i hope you that, hope. That, that's up to you see to you should never build it up man i know but i figured I, always I, under promise and over deliver always yeah. I always i haven't learned enough from thailand over here is that yes. what you're supposed to do in thailand you're always supposed to under promise over deliver um we're gonna. We got a lot to dive into today. I had to throw the stripper pole out there because KB isn't here, and that's usually his purview. But we'll get to that. But the first story, the, the first story I want to get to today, is the Antonio Brown saga. Have oh, you been man. following this Furniture Gate? Yeah, kind of tangentially. Um, but it's the the whole. Okay, thing that's I've, you've already used a, a Marquette word. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I haven't done a deep dive into like articles, but I kind of know the story, and it seems bizarre. All right, so Antonio Brown was on a trip, and he got back to his condo, and this was in April, returned to his condo at Sunny Isles Beach, Florida, and discovered that he had been robbed. Thieves had stolen $80,000 in cash and a 9 millimeter firearm. 
So they got his money and his guns. If uh, someone had stolen his lawyer, he would have hit for the Warren Zevon cycle. <laughs> okay. Lawyers, guns, and money. Right, right. So he was upset by this. The next day, police were called. Well, one would presume that he would call the police after being robbed. But the next day, police were called after Brown went into a rage and was throwing furniture off his 14th floor balcony. He threw a couple of vases or vases. One of them was, they were three feet tall, heavy, kind of things that sit on the floor that your decorator puts down and oh. that, you, that hold the, like the cattails or the flowers. Yeah, or huge standing ones. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes. Threw one of those out and it crashed near a 22-month-old boy and his grandfather who were walking near the pool below. Yeah, that's not that's not good. That's not safe. So it was reported yesterday by TMZ Sports. They've seen police reports. According to the uh, so now, the the grandfather and the boy and the family for the boy are suing Antonio Brown, a civil suit. According to the lawsuit, the furniture toss included two very large vases, the three footers, as well as a large heavy ottoman and other pieces of furniture that continued to fall for several minutes. Some of the items fell within a mere foot or two of the plaintiff. And his grandfather. Suits being filed on behalf of the 22 So these are like heavy things he's having to pick up and toss. Yes. Over the balcony, 14 stories. I get being mad, but like at some point, isn't it just a little ridiculous? According to the suit, the toddler was severely traumatized by the incident, crying for hours on end and uh, unable to sleep that night. They're seeking $15,000, which is the minimum amount to file in circuit civil court rather than small claims court. $15,000. Um, surveillance video showed a cleaning crew entering Brown's rented condo on April 13th. The women in the crew denied taking the cash and guns and insinuated other people may have been in the condo before they arrived. All right. This is a guy that makes $68 million on a four-year deal. Highest paid wide receiver in the league. That was until Odell Beckham got paid in August, got 95 million. Um, the Steelers have fined him for skipping workouts He's complained about in the offseason about pressure placed on him. Yeah, he's been discontented all year. Um, he has. On the sidelines, he's also been prone to like getting upset at coaches and stuff like that. TMZ reported that the day bef- the day after the uh, furniture storm, Brown called police and reported that someone had stolen his black Rolls Royce. Police arrived at the condo, and he said, I found the car and slammed the door in their faces. Dude. What is the deal with Antonio Brown? Now, first of all, something's going on with him. Can man. you sue someone because they did something dangerous that almost caused you harm? Uh, wasn't that assault? Like, it's not battery, but you, isn't assault like threatening? I guess if it's not intentional, I don't know. I think assault I is like threatening. If I, I throw a punch at you and miss by four feet, and then I walk away, did I assault you? I, I thought assault is just intent to harm, and people get that mixed up a lot. Yeah, well, I but mean... I don't know if he intended to harm him there, but you could create a reckless situation. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, obviously, but... This, exactly. That's what I... And I, I'm wondering about this, if this lawsuit has any grounds. Well, it's one of those things, I think... Or it, not. I mean, they're they're, called, they're they're saying it's trauma on a 22-month-old boy who cried because he saw sure. a vase slammed to the ground. Isn't, uh, isn't this... Yeah, you have to kind of... You have to outline what the harm was, right? Yeah, Isn't it one of these can things? Can a 22-month-old be traumatized by something like this? Or Well, I think it's probably under two years old. He doesn't know what's going on. Maybe Yes, it's very possible. And that's kind of why they would be able to move on, because he doesn't know what's going on. Like, what's the memory there? Well, He's, I guess the Is next... he afraid of ottomans and vases now? <laughs> well, the next question is, how do you classify trauma, right? If exactly. He, he's just crying. Oh, babies cry. It's It smacks of 
It's it's one of those things where I like to say that in order to be a, an intelligent human being in today's society, you have to be able to, to hold two thoughts in your head as true at the same time. Okay. Antonio Brown is a jackass, and it's quite possible that these people are trying to shake him down to get $15,000. Well, of course, the second one I think is probably true. But the thing that struck me is they're just looking for the minimum. I mean, if they were really going for a true, true crash grab, aren't they going to like totally overextend the lawsuit to a higher number just to yeah. try and get them to settle down or yeah. the plea? Like, so I always judge everything like this against the um, the McDonald's lawsuit, the famous like burnt coffee. Oh, uh, the burnt coffee, which was again notorious in Seinfeld. Right, and it's like Kramer. It, it, everyone was shocked that someone got seventy million dollars for burnt coffee. If that's possible, isn't fifteen thousand for chucking? You know, almost. I mean, look, this would have killed the kid probably. If it fell on his head. Uh, yeah. Right? I mean, it was. So, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they're trying to get money, but yeah, you know, 15000 is not that much for something. And for fifteen k. So, they're probably hoping that Antonio Brown, it's a speeding ticket for him, and he'll just pay up. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, Antonio Brown seems like, he's in, I just got a new GQ, and he's in it. Like the fall fashion preview. Oh, interesting. And I he's featured in it, and like, I don't know that I want to read that now, because it's just weird. So, all right, so that's a story that jumped off the page at me. I had to tee that up. And then you could spin that into, uh, <laughs> Armin, you have never cohabitated, am I right? You've never had a live-in, full-time girlfriend? Right, that's true. I had a roommate. That's usually, dude. you've had roommates, though. Yeah, dude. Ever had a roommate? Like The meanest thing we ever did to a roommate in a roommate situation was this guy didn't do his dishes on his day, and they were piled up everywhere. And if you wanted to get like a glass of orange juice in the morning, you had a drink from the dice cup. Right. So we took all the dishes and put them in his bed. Just like a passive aggressive note. Yes. Like, all the, all the, it's deal. like, dude, this is your deal. And they were all, and it was, oh, yeah. I wish I'd had a camera then on my phone because yeah. I was taking a picture of it. But yeah, we, we put that there. So you've never had a, a fight with a roommate where they, your, your belongings have been strewn all over the driveway or no, no, thrown no, out the window like they do on that. TV. I mean, we played pranks in college. I mean, um, where I, my, uh, my underwear ended up in the freezer once. <laughs> But that was a prank. <laughs> that's, that was more of a prank. So I mean, yeah, yeah, that's not. No, I never got in a fight like that. Get out of here. Where so I getting, nothing like you. World furniture started. and clothing just never sailed out the windows like it did at Antonio Brown's condo. Correct. Uh, I, I generally avoid those types of conflicts in my right. life. That's enough of that, uh, ladies and gentlemen. My pal KB is made his way to the studio. Did I just hear you correctly? Well, I don't know. What did you hear? I just got the new issue of GQ. He did say yes. that. Dude, I subscribe to a lot of magazines. GQ. Yes, I've been Just a reader, like guys reader for tight, many years. Guys in tight suits and no socks. Nah, maybe GQ, a little bit, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Drew, you explain. Didn't you explain recently why you get so many magazines? At yeah. All? Well, first of all, my cousin Chris gave me recently a uh, like a credit card saver or something where you get points and you can order. But you, he didn't have any enough points to order. And he had, and it was a, a menu of magazines that I could order for free. So I now get like Entertainment Weekly and uh, hmm. you know, Bon Appetit. So I, I I signed up to get these magazines with a pseudonym. I used a fake name. Uh, Ian McLagan, the <laughs> keyboard player for the Faces and the Rolling Stones, is getting magazines delivered to my house. So GQ, Bon Appetit, bon App- Entertainment uh, Weekly Entertainment were the ones Weekly. that you made the conscious decision. Yeah, they were the best ones. Again. Men's Fitness, Country Woman, stuff. <laughs> no yeah. Country Living, yeah. no. Uh, and then I got a couple for I got seventeen for my daughter because. At the time, she was Let's 17. Let's hope so. She was 17. So I'm getting all these Tiger magazines. Beat? My daughter even asked me, why are you getting these magazines? And I said, look, if they come, there, there's a good chance that they're going to come to the house, they're going to get thrown on the counter, and then pitched, right? 
But if I crack one open and get one idea for a show, for one segment of a show, it's worth it. And she goes, oh, yeah, work. I I forgot. Yeah, she's like, I forgot you have a job where you have to talk about stuff. Okay. So, yes. So when are we going to break down the latest buckle shoes for the fall? No, it's Chelsea boots, man. Come on. Is that oh, see? There you Chelsea go. You boots. got me. Hey, you were Buckle but you were talking about um having stuff thrown out on the front lawn. Yes. I have a story. Of course you do. I was wondering if anybody else would, but of course you do. What's your story? Uh my my buddy uh well he's a little brother in my fraternity, Ron Fozzie. And he lives out in Oconomowoc. And Foz will tell you this story. We were dating some girls that lived in uh, the suburbs of Chicago when we were in college. And so it was in the summertime, we went down to visit him. We were staying at this one girl's house. Now, at the time, we didn't think we were bad house guests at all. But apparently we were. So we were going to stay there for like three or four days. And uh, we must have gone out the, you know, the night before. And then we came back. And then we got up and we went out for breakfast. And uh, when we came back, on the front porch were all of our duffel bags... <laughs> <laughs> and the doors were locked. Oh, my. It's like, oops. Oops. We, to this day, I don't know what we did. But it couldn't have been good. To this day, I don't. I have no idea what we did. I wonder if we have Foz's number. We could give him a call and say, Foz, what the hell did we well, do? What happened? Yeah. What did we do? Remember that? I don't even remember the girls. I just remember, you know, I just remember <laughs> who we were dating. I just remember, you know, coming back and everything was locked up and on the front lawn. So yeah, but not necessarily thrown or strewn, but just locked out. They were we were locked out. It was nicely, yeah. you know, placed. I guess you could say, for lack of a better term. Okay. But yeah, we were tossed. All right, um, because you were late, KB, you had an appointment. I took it upon myself to put the stripper pole in the field. It's available okay. at Drew Olson's Thank you. show. Thank you for covering me. That's what uh, the inspiration for this came from. The Journal Sentinel. Um, there is a story. It's featured by Matt Velasquez, their Buckspeed guy. About Giannis. Giannis says he's out of shape. Okay. Giannis, who's 6'11", 242 pounds, and chiseled. He looks cut, yeah. Says he is out of shape. That got me thinking, like, what about the rest of us? Uh, In the story, he says, I'm kind of tired after games now. I just have to get myself in better shape. That's how I feel. Uh, last game against Minnesota, I told Coach, I got to play more because I want to get in shape. He told me, Giannis, you're in great shape. I'm like, not for me. For what I can do, I'm not. I know when I'm in great shape. Okay. So Giannis said that he is 60 to 65% where he wants to be in shape. All right. 60 to 65%. So if you go to at Drew Olson's show on the Twitter machine of your choice, uh, we are in Oklahoma City, which is where the Bucks were last night. Yep. For the Little Darlings OKC stripper pole of the day. Which, again, that bothers me as a stripper, as a as a gentleman's club name. Because when you say Little Darlings, all I can think of is a young Christy McNichol and Tatum O'Neill dancing. Yes, that's probably and, you know, And it's kind of bothersome. But anyway. All right. Uh, Giannis says he's about 60 to 65% of where he needs to be in terms of conditioning. If 100% is your all-time peak... Where do you put your current percentage in terms of physical conditioning? 25% or less, 25 to 50, 50 to 75, or 75 to 100. Let's see where the smart, good-looking people who listen to the Drew Olson Show put themselves right now. Now, this is everything. This is weight, aerobic capacity. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. City strength. Because <laughs> I'm just, saying right I now. I just looked at the results. Yeah. Um, the results might not be shocking. 100% is your all-time peak of where you can be maximum fitness. So your hundred, my 100% could be somebody's 25%. That's true. It's a relative scale. Okay. So where do you put yourself? Um, early returns, people are saying 25 to 50. I'm in half as good a shape as I used to be. I'm somewhere over 50, but not by a lot. Yeah, there's no way I'm over 50. Just will, simply because of surgeries. I've, I've lost a step. We, we will tee this up in more detail today on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc. I'm Drew, joined by KB. Brother man. Armin is here as well. Mr. Lucky Doby Maxwell is going to drop by in the 1 o'clock hour of the program. We'll catch up with Tom Hodricourt of the Journal Sentinel as well. Talking brewers. It's fun to be talking brewers in October, isn't it? It doesn't suck. No, it doesn't. You know what sucks? Hurricanes. Oh, man, this thing is insane that's going on. This is going to be worse than Katrina. This, I mean, this I is mean, like really, this is really scary stuff. Because it's not as uh, populous an area, though, right? I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, in I mean, terms it, of devastation. It, it, no, well, in terms of human life, well, it'll be greater. What? Well, Harvey, really? Harvey was pretty bad in Houston. Last Harvey, I bet, yeah, Harvey I bet you bad. will be. It's less pop. The wind, the hurricane I just, or the hurricane just made landfall. It's a it's this a cat is, four. It's the only it's the only category four that has hit the American mainland, yep. ever. One hundred and fifty mile an hour winds sustained. Yep. I saw something this really? morning. I didn't. Know oh that. no, the no. Only, this only is cat four that ever hit. Wow. Yep. Yep. Okay. This, right. this is uncharted waters, and I saw something this morning that um, I've never seen in my entire life. That one of the uh, Stephanie Abrams, one of the news or one of the weather chicks, when she was giving a report, you could just tell. That she, she was, was scared to death. And Jim Cantori said, okay, right when we get done with this, I want you guys to get out of there and get up here with me. He goes, we have a place that's safe, that's hurricane-proof. Do not stay there. He goes, I've never said that any before, any any time before. I'll tell you, though, and, of course, people aren't evacuating, which, you know, how many things, have, how many times have they hit the news right. and people say they're still going to stay here? I'll tell you this much. Let's say I'm just walking through my local grocery store, and I arbitrarily... You know, just randomly, hey, there's Jim Cantori, and he's buying one bottle of water. I'm evacuating. He is never anywhere for a good reason. That you want to be. You don't want to be around You don't him. even want to be around Jim. He's he got to take vacation once in a while. He'd be passing through town. I see Cantori. Gone. I'm gone. I don't know what's going to happen, but it ain't going to be good. Now, where's he live? This, where's is, where, this is where it he helps us. He can't tell anyone. It helps us to have KB here because you're a Weather Channel groupie. I'm not a Weather Channel groupie, but this stuff I get. Yeah, you I watch get, the Weather Channel. No, only when oh, there's these oh, disasters. Oh, because you've, you've talked about it before. <laughs> I think you watch the Weather Channel more than you watch Sports Center. Oh, Sports Center is irrelevant. See, that's what I'm saying. Highlights well, in your phone. 
We've had but, that discussion. That's true. But I'm saying you are steeped. The fact that you know who Stephanie Abrams is and well, Jim Cantori, I, I couldn't even Jim Cantori. I Cantori, you should know because he always does the break-ins on you know the Winter Classic and stuff like that for NBC. He's yeah. always on yeah. NBC. Sports. He, he's the one everyone I see him knows. occasionally. I do not watch ever the Weather Channel. I watch my phone to see if I need a jacket or if it's going to rain. If I can walk the dogs, I'll punch up the radar to see if I can cut the lawn. Which, by the way, I haven't been able to here. Yeah. I mean, this certainly isn't a hurricane, but it's been badly spaced, and now. Wow. Got the show today going to rain t- today this afternoon heavy. We're going to have uh, it already rained a little bit here. Um, tomorrow we got uh, Brewers workout. We got stuff going on, and then Friday's the game, Saturday's the game. Yeah, it's, I'm not going to be able to get to my lawn forever, man. Plus, oh, it's plus, first world problems. Plus the sun goes down at six now, so it's not like you can have all that time at night to to fit it in. Yeah, I'm sick of that already too. Didn't it seem like to you guys though? I mean. For Florence, we heard about it for like two weeks in advance. Yeah. You couldn't, off the air, you couldn't even name it. I couldn't. You're right. I couldn't. I That's forgot. how fast the news cycle is. I, I and, and I was shocked that all of a sudden this Michael, I, we hadn't been hearing about it. You know, usually we, they really talk about it for like, if it's going to be a bad one, or they think it'll be a bad one. It seemed like it might have increased in intensity. And this so, could be. Is tomorrow two weeks since the Kavanaugh hearing? Because that seems like six months ago. I think it's less than that, isn't it? Like a week. No. Maybe, maybe, is it but that's weeks? what the, the, no, the hearing and then they had a week of oh, investigation. Right, so right, tomorrow right. will be two weeks since he sat and, you know, right. and Dr. Like Ford beer. sat and that seemed like, yeah, he said he liked beer. Well, um, that's what dominated the news cycle. Meanwhile, as this hurricane was bearing down on Florida, sneaking up on people. Yeah. But if you live there, you, you probably are aware. And let me ask you this. You have sympathy for people who are put out and struggling when they had the means and the time to evacuate. You're, um, I, always I would sit- say this, um, am I concerned? Would I help them? Absolutely, because they're, you know, fellow humans. Are mm-hmm. they idiots? Yeah. It's like, what the hell are you thinking? Just get out. Right. I mean, I always have sympathy for people who are suffering and. You know who you know who can't who can't get out. But if you go, you know, I'm gonna ride, I rode up the last one. I'm gonna ride this one out. Okay. Well, then you get what you get, dude. Only two. Uh, I'm reading here that only two See. continental U.S. hurricanes have made landfall with a lower pressure: Labor Day in '35 and Camille in '69. And I'm assuming that's not good to have a lower. Okay, okay then no, no. Right. It's like it's lower than 938. And Camille right. wiped out the Gulf. Right. Yeah. So, so this, this is a yeah lower. It's wow, that's bad. 919 PA. These are bad. Um, well, we've had a weather events here. As a matter of fact, uh, flooding has caused millions, tens of millions, maybe even hundreds of millions of dollars in damage across the area uh, where we live and where we work and where smart and good-looking listeners of our show like to uh, live and work and thrive and survive. So we are teaming up with our sister station, Star Country 96.3, for a benefit concert coming up October 25th at the Bear Morph Theater featuring Rodney Atkins. KB, you familiar with Rodney Atkins? Yes, I am. Yep. He's got some big songs. Take a Back Road, mm-hmm. Watching You, Farmer's Daughter. Um, a portion of the proceeds will go to the American Red Cross Local Disaster Relief Fund. Uh, tickets are on sale now at barrymorelive.com slash tickets or 963starcountry.com. So help the people locally, and then pretty soon they're going to be asking you to help the Red Cross and stuff for this Hurricane Michael, which is, as KB mentioned, legit. Oh, no. Cat this is, four. This is going to be, it's going to be scary. I mean, because you're right. It was just like. Oh, there's another one coming, la, 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 la. And then put it on this morning just out of curiosity. And, like, these weather people are freaking. 
They are totally freaking out yeah. about this. Thing. And this goes from, like, if you're familiar with the area, I know our pal Dan Needles used to spend uh, spring break so did I, every year Destin. at Destin. Yeah. That's and where so I would go. Pensacola, Destin, over to Mobile on that side as you head west towards Panama Alabama. Panama City is the one going to take it in the chops. Yeah. Panama City is like the, the landfall. And then it's going to head west, and then it's going to hit. It could hit Mobile, Biloxi, Gulfport, and those places have been hit before. So. But it's gonna, it's curving back, and it's going into Georgia. And uh, and then back over the Carolinas. So they're yeah. going to get it. They're going to get it again on the backside of this thing. People, yeah. you know what? You're, you're busting my chops about weather, but people get into the weather like there's no tomorrow. My dad does. My dad is a group I know. of the weather challenge. I mean, I just, weather and can, that's part of the reason, like, KB, you're not in, you're, you're not in Armin's dad's demo. Because I do think of it as an old people sport to watch the Weather Channel a lot. And they, well, I don't and, sit down. And their and demo is. I do not sit down to watch. Sit. I do not sit if, down to watch the Weather Channel. But when I, there's a huge thing like this, you could put three things up on a TV: an, a random game, the Weather Channel on a middle TV, and porn. And <laughs> the game would be the last thing people would go to. And I would argue weather might be the first. In essence, this is weather <laughs> porn. It, because it if is you porn say, for weather people. Yeah, if you're into that, you know, it's, um, I get it. I mean, if if the Weather Channel had existed, my grandparents would have watched it wall to wall. Like, see, because I grew up, my grandparents, there was no 24-hour news. There was no, they would just watch what was on television on the three channels that they got, right? Or four channels that they got. And, you know, I, I if I visited them in the morning, they would, you know, sit, be sitting and watching whatever game show was on or maybe a talk show, and then the news at noon, and Grandpa would have you know his soup and sandwich, which they had every day, <laughs> soup and sandwich. Every old people. day. It's a good lunch. Every It's a great lunch, but every day they had some kind of soup that Grandma had made from like last night's leftovers, yeah. and then the, the sandwich. And a coffee. Yeah, yeah. To keep them alive. No, old but people now, now. Nowadays, they would watch the Weather Channel. The old people nowadays, they go back and forth between the Weather Channel and Fox News, and it's got to be at maximum volume so you can hear it three houses point. down. When you go to a lot of gyms, they'll have either the Fox News or the Weather Channel on. Like that's Exactly. Yeah. You have to go to a gym at like during 10, the day. 10.30 in the morning or 11 o'clock in the morning right after water aerobics because my doctor told me to do that because it's better for my joints. <laughs> It's easier on the joints. That's what my doctor says. Uh, I've been working out joints, for three weeks. Speaking of working out. I'm up to the three-pound weights. Where do we pounds. go? Where do we go on the stripper pole of the eyes. day at Drew Olson's show on Twitter? Yana says he's 60 to 65% in shape. If 100 is your absolute peak of being in shape, where are you today? Be honest. It's a poll for crying out loud. Zero to 25, 25 to 50, 50 to 75 or 75 to 100. Armin, where do you put yourself? You played high school volleyball. Yeah. You still play at, you're still active. Um, I don't know, though. I, I never, I, I think I'm losing my shape a little bit, so definitely not at the peak. Maybe 75, not, what was below 75? I'm sorry, 50 to 50 to 75. That, that's probably where I'm at. I think that's where most people yeah. would say they are. Um, not, I, I can still walk a couple flights of stairs. The other Last night I, I was doing, I bent over to pick something up, and I actually did like a couple of minutes of stretching because I couldn't believe how incredibly tight my hips and hamstrings were. Oh, I stretch every day. And how out of shape I felt. Yeah, my- I have a whole hip program that I go through, and it, it does miracles. Hey, but go to, go to our Twitter right now at Drew Olson Show because I just posted a side-by-side of Giannis, and if Giannis is at 65%... 
With so many entertainment options at our disposal these days, it's hard to sift through the things that suck. So much And from the things that are truly awesome. Yes! That's awesome! The Drew Olson Show is here to help. It's time for Art Appreciation, featuring State Journal Prep Sports Editor, Art Kabelowski. All right, let's class the joint up a little bit. We welcome Art to the program. I'm Drew. KB's here. Armin as well. Good afternoon, Art. Hey, how is it, everybody? Um, everything's pretty good with us. How are you doing? You survived your annual sojourn into state golf? Well, twice a year, actually, the boys in the spring, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it was, uh, it didn't rain as much as it has in some past years, although it was very, very muddy there. And um, they used to, they were they were so worried about the rain coming later yesterday that they changed to a shotgun start because the rounds at State Girls Golf will go six and a half hours. And uh, if if they did that, they might still be playing there with because it just started to rain as soon as the last groups finished. So it was a good decision. I, I saw that a, a school in our area, Kettle Moraine, won its first ever golf title. Yeah, that's golf. funny because the, 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 they uh, last year they had a girl who shot a legitimate sixty on a on a tough course, and she's graduated now. But this was the year that they won state, so that's that's a weird thing. That's a little bit like um, Tennessee won after Peyton Manning left and T. Martin led him to the national championship. Right. Almost exactly the same thing. Yeah. Just the same thing. Yes. All right, so we're in the tenderloin. Like the, the weather's not cooperating with a lot of stuff, but we're in the tenderloin of the football season. You still got Wanakee's the big dog, right? Yep, they're, they're still the big dog. I, I counted it up this morning. I just finished the, the football preview. It'll be going online soon. Uh, out of our 14 area conferences, I, I believe there are, um, let's see, oh, here we go, uh, 28 teams still have a chance to uh, at least earn a share of a conference title, and nobody has clinched wow. an outright title yet. That's a, uh, a lot of parity. Yeah, a lot of, well, <laughs> a lot of parity at the very top. I mean, one of the problems that high school football is running into is, you have uh, about 15% of the schools are terrific, and then the the bottom 50% are just hopeless. Yeah, I, I can see that because who's challenging uh, Wanakee? Is it DeForest? Like they're yeah, DeForest gave them their best game, and it was like 35 to 14. I don't know exactly what it was, but uh, you know, as I mentioned last week. Uh, Wanakee scored more points in the first quarter of its first game than it has given up all year, eight games. That's impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. Uh, in the Badger South, Monona Grove uh, is the team to beat? Yeah, Monona Grove is at Watertown Friday, and that was shaping up to be a super battle, but then Watertown went and lost last week. So um, it takes so, a little to shine off that rose. but uh, It's a must win then. But Watertown's now got a must-win, so maybe it'll even be, uh, you know, interesting from a different angle. Now, what about the Big Eight? Because that's another one where there's kind of a log jam, and there's still some potential movement, right? Yeah, we have. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Memorial, Madison Memorial, and uh, Sun Prairie are both 7-1 and one after Memorial beat Sun Prairie in the first game of the year. Um, and then we have Jamesville Craig and Verona at 6-2. and two. And now Memorial has to go down to Craig and play on Friday. Um, Sun Prairie is expected to win its game this week, and uh, Verona also. So um, if, if Lightning strikes and Sun Prairie loses and then, and then Verona wins and then Craig beats Memorial, well, then we wind up with a four-way tie. I don't think that'll happen, but I think that there's a chance that maybe if Craig knocks off Memorial, then Sun Prairie could be the outright champ, which uh, the Big Eight doesn't see that often. That's but I'm always it, cheering it for this story, but tie. I always cheer for the story. But a four-way tie would be awesome, just like Game 163 with the Brewers and Cubs, man. Just it's just cool. It's uh, oh, yeah, that's well. Uh, I, I thought you meant Game One of the '63 series, and I, <laughs> the Brewers weren't around then. Oh yeah. <laughs> You've been working too hard, Art, clearly. So really have been. what we need to do is we need to shift gears and we need to, to, to switch to the fun stuff. We bring Art on because he's a man of letters. He's a man who has um, an interesting, interesting, I would say, palette of c- the culture. And when it comes to videos, bands, music, movie, TV shows, weird, funky stuff that he can recommend to help people broaden their horizons. Uh, let's get into the recommendations. Art, what do you have for us this week? Well, we're digging deep into obscurity this week. Um, you know, I haven't had any time to really turn the TV on the last uh, several days, so no TV shows to recommend. But I've been playing a lot of, uh, you know, uh, a, a lot of uh, music off my hard drive. And the band that keeps coming up is a 1980s band from Pittsburgh, PA, called The Silencers. Now, some of you might have heard of a different band called The Silencers. It came around about uh, eight years later. That's not these guys. These guys are just a sloppy blues rock band um, from from Pittsburgh, led by a guy named Frank Shuri. C-Z-U-R-I. Maybe that's why he never made it, because his name was too hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, he was in a bunch of almost-made-it bands, like... Uh, a band called uh, Jimmy Mack and the Music Factory. They had a song that made number two on the hit parade and then disappeared. Uh, then he joined, uh, actually, Donnie Iris. Remember that guy? Uh, yeah. Aaliyah was his song. Aaliyah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He brought him into a band called the Jaggers, which also had a big hit, but that was that was before Frank joined him. And then he had a band called Diamond Rio that made it onto American Bandstand and toured with Kiss, but then they, they blew up. So then he put together the silencers, and they never made it, but, man, they put out uh, one-and-a-half good records. Their their second record kind of ran out of gas, but their first record, called Rock and Roll Enforcers, was was a real banger. Really, really a lot of fun. All right, let's take a listen, Armin. The silencers. Sounds to me like early MTV, KB. Very much so. It's Very funny much you said so. That because that video 
was it was that video was made of a medley of three songs off their record and it was the 40th video played on the day that NTV premiered <laughs> August 1st 1981 wow they played 40 videos or at least 40 videos on that first day because by the time they were a couple months in they were playing like 10 <laughs> They played 40 they, since then. They didn't have ridiculousness out yet to, to play yeah. Kardashian show or whatever the heck they're playing. Oh, man. Teen Mom, right? Yeah, Teen Mom. That's awful. All right, so the Silencers is for Art uh, KB. The record was produced by Bob Clearmountain, who oh. has worked with McCartney, who's Springsteen. Springsteen, sure. Yeah, he's very well known. All right, KB, what are you recommending for us today? I mean, I listened to that, and I half expect Robert Downey Jr. with spiked hair to walk into the room, actually. <laughs> Good call. Less um, than zero. Mine... Mine is a movie that I found, James Gunn and Jenna Fisher. And the premise of this, it's one of those mockumentaries, but the premise of this I found to be hysterical. And it was done like in 2004. It's called Lolly Love. And it's about this rich couple that is not in touch. They are totally not in touch with the world because they're, you know, in high society. And they decide to do things, something charitable, and they decide to do it for the homeless. And what they do is they take lollipops and they wrap them in papers that have his artwork and motivational phrases, and they try and give them to the homeless people and raise money for the homeless by giving them lollipops that will hopefully uplift them. And the premise is absolutely hysterical. So we decided that we wanted to start a charity. We just didn't know for who. We actually made a list of all the different charitable organizations that we might deal with. There's the cancer people and diabetes, which is a horrible disease, and the Heart Foundation. AIDS and babies. AIDS babies. And there's also the conjoined twins, which are like, those are Siamese twins. And I, I remember when I was a kid, I thought that it would be really awesome to have a conjoined twin because you'd always have a playmate, somebody to hang out with no matter what. You'd never be lonely. But the reality is much more grim than that. We provide homeless individuals with a lollipop. Our lollipops feature uplifting slogans on the wrapper, and each wrapper features some of James's original artwork. That a homeless person might see one of my artworks and it might change their worthless life into a life that has meaning. Going out and doing something good with their lives, feeling good about themselves, perhaps getting a job, maybe, you know, using birth control. <laughs> I gotta watch it's this. Just, it is so dark. Oh my! And so they're so out of touch, you know, with the way they look at things. It's just so. It, it's really, really done well. And then they're trying to raise money and do all of these things, and people are looking at them like they're just crazy. Jenna Fisher's so funny too. Man. Oh, very. And that's she her is. husband. James Gunn is her husband. Yeah. Did Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that uh, that's going to be added to the queue now. All right, that's KB's recommendation. What's it called? Lolly Love, which you're now, a did they, any, uh, did they shoot any rolls of paper towels using set shots into the, into yeah. the homeless crowd? <laughs> I have no, I have, I, no I one would be that heartless, Art. Right, but it is, um, <laughs> it's one of those where you look at it and you hear it right away and you go, ooh, I don't know if I should click on that. You know, oh, Lolly Love, you don't think it's, but um, it's, in- it's hysterical. It's worth a watch. All right, so... All right, that's Lolly Love. I got a um, recommendation for you, and this is funny because I, I got a notification the other day that my Netflix account had been – someone had used my Netflix account in, like, um, Brazil. They said, if this wasn't you, you might want to change your password. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. How often do you get that? So I had to change the password. Realized I hadn't been on Netflix in a long time. In fact, my daughter changed the little uh, profile icons they have who's using the account. 
She had chance. I, I hadn't been. I had surfed in there. She is on there uh, 18 hours a day. I am not on the Netflix, as Art's dad would call it. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, often. I never heard of Netflix. Are you talking about Netflix? Netflix. But the thing is, I've, I realized what I do is I'll go to YouTube to find a song or a funny bit or something that'll help me. And I get into the YouTube rad, rabbit hole rather than the Netflix rabbit hole. So I need to start getting back in the habit of going to Netflix. But the thing is, with YouTube, I've discovered something, and I can't be alone on this, where I binge watch shows that I like in two to four minute clips the sopranos the wire shows that I, i'm consuming again I'm, I'm enjoying them immensely without sitting down and watching an entire 50 minute episode or even a 22 minute episode i'm watching highlights of shows that i enjoyed and one of them popped up last night i watched a number of well-written and witty scenes from the west wing you reversed my position yeah I gave this to you to summarize, and you didn't summarize it so much as you reversed my position. I gave it a little polish, yeah. You reversed my position. It's shorter. It is shorter, and you reversed my position. Your position was wrong. Could you step inside, please? Sure. A little Rob Lowe from the West Wing, Aaron Sorkin written, or some might say overwritten series. But the thing was, I watched like 15 clips of the West Wing, and I've been doing this. I did it with The Wire, did it with The Sopranos. Uh, I've, I've done it with other shows, too. I'm binging shows on YouTube in... A minute and a half to five minute bites. Anybody else do this? I can't be alone. No, I find myself doing that a lot, especially when I'm uh, the the related videos comes up a lot. Exactly, right? so it's the rabbit hole. Seinfeld mm -hmm. stuff, and there's always in there, so I'm always clicking, and it's always a funny scene from Seinfeld. Exactly. So. I don't so, like because you watched. Yeah. I don't. I don't like no. that whole idea. I don't well, like what comes up. <laughs> you know, you want to have fun? Go take a look at the first part of your emojis that come up. Boy, tell me that's not a sap snapshot into your psyche. When you go look at uh, the emojis that come up on your iPhone, all of that stuff. They're man, all the beer mugs. Here on National <laughs> Mental Health Day. Go do that. Then you'll yeah. realize how nuts you are. Well, that's... Okay, so <laughs> my thing is binging shows just on YouTube and just in clips. Because YouTube's starting to add to their menu and offer more stuff. But, damn, I'm just watching... I find myself just watching clips. I've watched... I probably have watched the entire... Um, the so entire Sopranos... In, again, three or four minute chunks of watching all these great scenes that I liked without having to sit through the entire series. Now, that's probably not good, but it is what it is. So I recommend try to do that. Take a show that you like, and then you'll find three other shows that you like. And like Armin said, you know, also, you, know, you might, you recently watched, oh boy. So uh, I, I can't be alone in this. And that's how I'm spending time instead of the Netflix. And uh, go check that out. And, and as I might sarcastically say, you don't have to do any thinking about the interplay between characters and, uh, you know, any deeper meaning to any of this stuff. Just let it all flow past you. Yeah, well, I mean, these are shows that I've liked and enjoyed before, and it's just a refresher course to me. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, I forgot about that. I, I forgot about that season of The Wire that was based on the docks. You know, I've forgotten about that stuff. It's just, uh, it's just cool. All right, Art, at Art App Radio on Twitter. Folks can get a hold of you and uh, look for the stuff that we recommend each and every week. We appreciate it, Art. Thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, your Thanks. our mutual friend, Mr. Lucky Doby Maxwell, is going to come and, and see us in a little bit. Yeah, he's, he says he owes me a lunch, and I'm going to take him up on it at some point. All right. Ruth's Chris, here you come. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> There's one right around the corner. Soup isn't, a soup isn't a meal. Yeah, that's right, Banya. Soup's not a meal. It could be a hearty soup. Did he crumble anything in it? Then it might be a meal. <laughs> Thanks, Art. 
Thanks. Art Kabalowski, Art Appreciation, a staple on the Wednesday edition of the Drew Rosen Show. We mentioned Mr. Lucky's coming up. We'll talk to uh, Tom Hodgecourt of the Journal Sentinel as well. Dive into this Brewers-Dodgers matchup. Got workouts coming up. Well, the Brewers are working out today at Miller Park. The uh, Dodgers will be in town tomorrow. We will talk more about that and a little bit of Packers talk, too, because it's the law. Drew Olson Show, powered. It's Wednesday on the Drew Olson Show. Powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Drew and KB are still in the throes of pennant fever. This is the year we go all the way. All the way. All the way. All the way. They'll talk brewers with Tom Hodgecord of the Journal Sentinel. They'll indulge in a little art appreciation. And they'll catch up with a longtime Wisconsin sports fan and once promising left-handed pitching prospect, Mr. Lucky himself, Dobie Maxwell. Does this not disturb everybody else? And now, one of them might leave early to interview for the job of U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations. Here's Drew and KB. Is the roof. What a family, what a family. The babysitter was going deep. You just be a good girl. Well, I'm getting older and grumpier. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Bongo, 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 bongo. <laughs> Pain. Aguilera unloads. Look, I'm a Milwaukee kid. I don't ever want to be successful. Many yards to me, kid. You know, just hanging out. Just want you to know, Drew. I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I respect the story. Oh, wow. Are they going hand up, Woody? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. Nickens, nothing. Well, actually, I do like Braun better than Aaron Rodgers. Foo Fighters. He could be a freak on the court and on the shit. You know what I'm saying? Hi, this is Barry Manilow inviting everybody to turn the radio off. What the what Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness. And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the <laughs> Welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Drew Olson Show, broadcasting live from the iHeart Milwaukee Megaplex. My name's Drew. To my right is my pal KB. What do you say, brother man? I say Armin Sarian is in his uh, usual post, answering the phones at 414-799-1920 and pushing the buttons. Good day, Armin. What's up, guys? Good day. Whoa. And he's squeaky. What is it? What are you, Bobby Brady? What's going Just on kidding. Here? We oh. welcome to the program as well a special guest, Mr. Lucky himself, Doby Maxwell. Resplendent in his Brewers jersey. I know it's not uh, Jersey Thursday, but uh, I came in anyway. I think that squeaking is the steel plate in my head, Armin. Sorry about that. But it's great to be here in Brewer fever full steam ahead. Yes. Uh, You're a a longtime Brewers fan, so you got to be feeling it like the rest of us. You were a kid in 82. You can't. I was back when I had hopes and dreams. (laughs) <laughs> and it's just great to see it. I just I went to the thrift store before I got here, and I saw some. Uh, the, the, remember the the baseball cards the cops used to give out? Oh yeah, I got yeah. some eighty two, eighty three, and eighty four Brewer cards. The cop Brian Clutterbuck, all these wow. old time guys. Chuck and Duck, he was yeah, great. Roy Deion Howell, James. Deion James was in uh, there. Yeah, a friend of our program. Well, we had a, I posted Deion James. These all come back to you because I posted a picture of Raleigh Fingers and a young what eight ten year old Craig Councils posed with Deion James and Raleigh Fingers. Fun. That made the rounds, and he was with his little little league trophy or something. 
But then, uh, yeah, Brian Clutterbuck, Chuck and Duck. Then someone sent me a... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Picture on Twitter and said, is that our, uh, is that Jaime Kokenauer? And it was, uh, you know, the big, you know, curly haired. I got a Jaime Kokenauer. Jaime Kokenauer. And so I said, I'm, I'm 90% sure it is, but I will ask my buddy Rock because Rock caught Jaime Kokenauer. And I sent him the picture. Uh-huh. And Rock's just, oh, my God, I still have nightmares. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> I got a couple of rocks in there, too. Jaime Kokenauer. You got some Bill Schroeder? I'll get him at the break. Maybe we can oh. give him away to some, for maybe a fantastic, fantastic. KB strip so, joint bit. All right, we, can, uh, we can probably get Rock to autograph him at some point. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. We get got him away. some mics facing each other or something. We're getting feedback. Yeah. Sorry about that. Well, I'll yeah. Live oh, rock. Mr. Lucky shows here. up. Everything goes Armin's nuts. Armin's looking around like, why are you looking at the ceiling, Armin? The monitor. Ah, but the gotcha. monitor's not on. Yeah, well. No, I know. That's why I'm, I'm Blame just... the computers. Blame oh. the plate in Dobie's head. So, all right, Dobie, last we spoke, you've been doing the rounds on the cruise ships, entertaining the masses at sea. At sea and not in the middle of the hurricane. That's a good. That was out yeah. of New Orleans last time I went. And we were watching the one in, in the Carolinas. And I hate to say it, I was schadenfreude looking at the boy, that could be me. <laughs> Because I was and, in the, the Carolinas like just a few weeks before that. Well, it is hitting Panama City yes. with a vengeance now, 150 miles an hour mm-hmm. at the uh, 150 miles an hour in a Cat Four, the the loudest of, I mean, the the largest and the most intense to ever hit landfall. KB, I mean, KB is our resident expert. Oh, is it the, the new Tom Skilling? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's a <laughs> cat. Uh, it's a Cat Four. Oh, that's it's, a cat, four. it's a cat four, and it's the only time. This is this is my mic that's going goofy. Yeah. It's the only time oh, yeah. that a Cat Four has ever uh, made landfall in the Panhandle. Damn oh. nature, you scare it. It's uh, <laughs> it is unprecedented. Yeah. They don't even know what to do. Wow. 150 to 175 mile an hour sustained winds. Yikes! No, it's that'll, like that's it's nasty. like worse that, than Katrina. Now you've been down south, and a lot of times I've been to Destin in that area too. It's the, a, the funny part is, and I'm not mean to make fun of a hurricane, but the Waffle House is like the, the where the community gathers, and when the Waffle House opens, it's almost like a symbolic a symbol that the hurricane's over because they're cooking waffles again. It's so that that's the place that opens first. And have you ever been to an omelet house? Never have. See that in some places down there, you have your Waffle House, mm-hmm. which is six letters. Right, but if you were to spell omelet, mm-hmm. it's O M E L E T T E. It's eight letters. Correct. But they have omelet houses, so all they did was kept the same sign and misspelled <laughs> omelet. So the omelet house is O M E L E T. It's the South. That's okay. So, so we don't need Has a that, new sign. We're just going to misspell omelet. It's kind of like George Webb with grits. Has that worked its way into, because if we go to the dictionary, would they say that that's an accepted alternate spelling now? I don't know. Well, it is there. Yeah, it sure is it there. is. And it, it right, states so where everything is a Coke. I, I've <laughs> discovered recently, I've known KB for a long time, I've discovered recently that he is uh, very much a weather aficionado, a weather channel aficionado. He's ahead of his time, because most of the time you have to be like 70 to watch the weather channel. Only the disasters you watch, I'm into. Well, you wow. watch, and so I want to know, 
Could you tell me off the top of my head? Because I, I, I'll admit, full disclosure, in college I took a one-credit class, Thunderstorms and Tornadoes, thinking I'd just get to watch movies and be an easy one-credit class. <laughs> Twister. No, Bart Cow. Adrian, Bart Adrian, who used to be a, a meteorologist sure. at Final Six. Six. Yeah. He taught the class, and he was teaching it like there was all kinds of physics and stuff, and it was like well, high level. Is. And, yeah, I didn't know that. It was a one-credit blow-off. It was like... It's, uh, I ended up having to drop the class. I didn't want to do that much work for a one credit. No, you got to do like, well, I'm not like that. I'm, you know, I just, I'm like anyone but, else in the media. I just pick up buzz phrases. Sleep well, 101. I just here, drop them in. Here's That's the, the question. Four. And here's my question. You keep throwing around category four, and it's 150. What is, compared to me, the winds of a tornado as, opposed to, as opposed to the hurricane? Because these are sustained winds. Now, a tornado... We'll pick up a piece of uh, straw and yeah. throw it through your house, and uh-huh. it'll pick up a telephone pole, and it'll uproot trees and and throw cars around. These 150-mile-hour winds can do that, right? They can throw... Oh, no, this is... Uh, the uh, Cat 4 is about the same as an F3, F4 tornado, only it's about 20 miles wide, 20 to 40 miles wide. Here's what it's like. It's like a 12-pack of Schlitz and four bowls of George Webb chili <laughs> with the windows up on the way to Lambo. <laughs> And pull two fingers. That's a cat five. That's in the a car. cat five. It's with Dan Needles driving. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Needles is a man, isn't he? Yeah. All right. So F3, severe tornado is 158 a, to 206 miles Fujita per hour. scale. And yeah, Scott Fujita's got a scale. How about that? Um, but so then that is, though, tornadoes generally don't roll. They don't stay in one place like these sustained winds. Roll. Right. So imagine an F3 tornado that lasts, that, that comes... Like for a weekend or something. <laughs> no, it sits it over the top day. of you for a day and a half. No, it's pretty mm, uh, it's intense. pretty wild. And so the thing there is, might not be anything left of Panama City, is what you're telling it's me. Gonna be, it's going to be pretty bad. Now, this is the wild thing, is, and Armin did this in the last hour. For those of you just joining us, we had a brief discussion about this last hour. And Hurricane Florence, and I did the exact same thing this morning. Hurricane Florence was what, three weeks ago? Yes. Uh, there yes. about three, four yeah. weeks ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this shows you the news cycle in our attention span. Because I said the same thing to my wife. It was like, well, what was the last one we just had? This is one of, that was one of the most devastating hurricanes, and we forgot the name. Uh-huh. Well, all right. Does it, shouldn't we just identify by where they strike landfall? Couldn't we have just said the New Orleans hurricane, the Houston hurricane? Because I have a hard time keeping track of the name. Sure. Because, well, I could, okay, Florence, New Orleans. Michael. Katrina was Florence. Uh, right. Katrina was New Orleans. Right. Uh, Harvey was Katrina. Harvey was Houston. Harvey That's right, was yeah. Houston. Never any ethnic names. How about Armin? How about a little Armenian hurricane, exactly. buddy? Hurricane Armin. Yeah. I can come up with some interesting Armenian names for the. Uh, hey, are hurricane. there any great Armenian boxers? Because I was wondering if there are they all the hammer. Are there any great Armenian boxers? <laughs> there, there are actually boxing is big in Armenia. There's a lot of uh, well, Armenian boxers, wondering. but none but crazy nicknames like the what hammer. What else are you gonna do? What'd you say? What else? You said, what else you gonna you gonna get do? boxing competitive shaving. And they're probably some, <laughs> That's it. some sort of and probably Men and some women. sort of a I, soccer type game with a goat's head. I'd yeah, laugh if it wasn't nothing. no uh, <laughs> that weightlifting's the big thing in Armenia too. Oh, but what do the men do? <laughs> no, one of, our, one of our best female weightlifters got busted for PEDs or some oh, sort of steroid. Wow. She got busted for leaving the toilet seat up. That's why she oh, got right. busted. All right. <laughs> no, that's hardcore. So oh, okay. the thing is, that, and we're not making we laugh because, well, obviously we feel for people. And then we were, we were getting into... And, Dobe, you can speak to this, too, because you've, you've traveled a lot. People that are in an area, and they say, I'm not leaving my house. They deserve it. I'm sorry to say. It's, there is Can't an complain. element. If you have the means. Now, there were people in New Orleans who were, they couldn't get out. Like, they didn't have the money. They didn't have transportation. They're, they're you know, basically homebound because of health or whatever it is. 
okay. Like, you know, but the people who say, ah, screw it, it's not going to be that bad, they're just miscalculating and a little bit of natural selection in that, isn't there? You get that in Seattle with the uh, the uh, uh, lava, you know, the... Oh, uh, yeah, the... Uh, I can't think of the... Volcanoes. Volcanoes. No, no, no yeah. but K- KB, you grew up in Anago, Wisconsin. I mean, the farther north you go, it's going to snow in Anago. You got right. out, you came south. You move. You moved out. Well, you know, for the most part, what will happen is that first responders or you know the government, if you can't get out, if you have health issues, they'll go get you. Yes, they will. Yeah. Before everything hits, but then those are the people that go no, mm-hmm. don't yeah, take me. Don't. So they I'd rather their... go down with the ship, literally. Or the, oh, those, 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 the Lord will save me. The, the, fam- the guys yeah. from FEMA were saying, listen, if you don't leave. You're probably going to die. Yes. They said that this yeah, time. I mean, they never I, said I've heard it before. that before. They were saying that with North Carolina, too. Uh, so then if the winds are like that, what's the storm surge? Like, how bad is this? This one they said. Now, the, the one thing is, and this went viral because I don't watch the Weather Channel like KB uh, regularly. <laughs> you make me think of like I'm well, sitting at home I mean, in my boxers <laughs> just going, turn then, on weather. No, and then you get dressed and go to McDonald's for your coffee. For my coffee and my cheeseburger, <laughs> my filet of fish. And you sit there, with, your, turf. And you sit right. there with the 10 other guys in your group. And I know that's how you get your, you know, in my, you get in your day going. In my Velcroed shoes. I get that's, a, that's how you get your day going. But the thing is, KB, uh, when they had those kick-ass graphics with this, the storm surge and showing you what the flooding was like when it gets to 6 feet and 10 feet, that, that was really cool. Well, this, I, I, but I didn't watch the Weather Channel to see that it was everywhere else. This one doesn't have um, – it's not raining as much, but the storm surge, because of the wind, it's pushing the ocean in. I mean, there's rain, but it's not like yeah. it's not like Florence was, which was all rain and like 90-mile-an-hour winds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is all wind and less rain. So they're and, still – I think they said the storm surge is going to be about 13 feet, but still. Mm. All right. Well, you know, that's, that's a lot. lot. That's right. a lot. What's we can the, always reach out to Lindsay Slater if we – What's, feel like yeah, it. we could. What's the worst storm you've ever been in? Doby, what's the worst storm you've ever experienced? Worst weather? Because you know he's got extended. a story. Oh, I'm I've sure. got, well, we don't, we're not on the air long enough to tell all the stories. But yeah. I think the uh, 79 New Year's Eve, I don't know if you were in Milwaukee mm-hmm. or not, but you, I don't know if you remember yeah. New Year's Eve. That was just, I think it was, uh, it was 18 inches of snow, 19 inches. And I was in a basketball league, a church basketball league. And we had like a tournament that night. And we didn't get home till like six in the morning and everybody's crazy. And there's no, there's no texting then. There's no anything like no. that. Everybody thought we were dead and the apocalypse was here. And that was a really bad one. I, I recall oh, the ice storm of near oh, that vintage. There was a yeah. bad, we had mm-hmm. a bad, like, ice storm, and we lost power, and I remember I had to go, like, live at my cousin's house for a couple of days because mm-hmm. we just, uh, while everything was a mess. But I've never been in anything tropical or had anything like that. Nothing. I, I was in Florida one time when the rain came horizontally, not vertically, and they said it wasn't even a hurricane. So I'm thinking, okay, yeah. you know what? That's That's yeah. enough for me. I'll shovel yeah. snow. Thank you. There you go. That's fine. KB, anything in the mean streets of Anigo? No, but I did drive. There was that Tampa Bay snow game. Oh, that was great. Did you go to that game? No, Uh. I drove. It took me four and a half hours. I was driving back from Milwaukee, 40 minutes to Sheboygan, four and a half hours from Sheboygan to um, Green Bay Mm -hmm. in a 1979 Delta 88 with snow tires. (laughs) On the front. And two (laughs) two buddies in the car. And never stopped. It's like, because once you put your foot on the brake, you're done. You're going to slide. And we never stopped. I just kept it, and people were sliding off in front. You just kind of moved enough gas. Yeah. Well, it's a Delta 88, for gosh sake. I mean, they had a 73-gallon tank. That's true, too. Um, uh, I remember to fill up. (laughs) Has has anybody associated with our program been to Fond du Lac recently? Mm. No. uh, I've been through it. uh, Because... The Mega Millions uh, drawing. Oh, Miracle Mile? S- somebody won a million dollars. Uh, Mega Millions winner, million dollar ticket 
was purchased at Pick and Save in Fond du Lac. Really? Very nice. Well, That's it's two hundred eighty-two million now. What? There's it's one. always Fond du Lac, isn't it? it That's seems what like... I'm wondering. I was I was wondering if any of you guys did because I'll say this: if I ever win a million dollars in the lottery, you'll all get a taste. You know. <laughs> okay. Of what? You're all you're all gonna get a little taste. There'll be a little something, and then you'll never hear from me again. Because this is it's kind of like your hush money, yeah. it's your buyout. That's it, buy. You're getting, you know, a little something, something, you know. My enough. famous story, my sister won the, the super cash, $250,000, paid everyone in the family five grand each not to tell me. True story. True story. We laugh about it now. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that, that really oh, happened. Man. Truly happened. We didn't, my sister and I didn't talk for 20 years. We'll right, get into right. that. But we just had so, our yeah. fallout, and about six months after that, of course, she wins she the wins lottery. She wins the lottery and pays everybody off. And her son, my nephew, my nephew said, oh, mom won the lottery. Oh, I'm not supposed to tell you. <laughs> and she, I was laughing. I was okay. And she, she paid us all five thousand. So That's why he we bought call me McDonald's. Mr. It's nice. That's why we call nice. him. Nice. I got a, I got a Big Mac out of We're it. We're gonna get to the stripper poll of the day. We'll spin through what's happening now. Tom Hardicourt joins us from the Journal Sentinel about twenty minutes to talk about the Brewers and the Dodgers and the NLCS. This is the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley Davidson. Wednesday edition of the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, rolling along, joined by KB, Mr. Lucky Doby Maxwell, our special guest today. All right, so KB had an appointment, and it's not our normal day because he wasn't here to do uh, our always imitated, never duplicated stripper pole of the day, so I took it upon myself, and I took us to Oklahoma City, where the Bucks were last night, mm-hmm. because this is inspired by the Bucks. We're at Little Darling's OKC for the stripper poll of the day. Scary Every name. sports show Scary has a name. poll of the day. Yes, it is. We have a stripper poll. It's located in Gentleman's Club. Today we're in Oklahoma City at Little Darling's. Inspired by Giannis, because in the Journal Sentinel today, Matt Velasquez has a story in which Giannis says he doesn't feel like he's in shape right now. You look at him and he's a specimen. He's chiseled. Like, what do you mean? He says he's at about 60 or 65%. Our poll today, if Giannis is at 60 or 65%, in terms of conditioning, if 100% is your all-time peak, the best shape you've ever been in your life, where do you put your current percentage? <laughs> oh, man. 25% or less. Now 100 is your best shape of, that you can possibly be in. Okay. 25% or less. Mm-hmm. 25 to 50%. 50 to 75%. Or 75 to 100%. We put that to the smart, good-looking people who listen to the Drew and Show. Dope, where do you put yourself? Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll take the bullet, buddy. Can you, can you get negative numbers in this? <laughs> can you get negative? No. Yeah, integers in the other direction. No. I, you know, you try to, it's just uh, bad. I, I get I get winded opening the fridge. <laughs> I pull out a tricep the other day trying to get my Diet Coke after my two right, On a scale of Giannis to Paul Mulkeski, I'm Buster Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, nice. Granville, I'm Granville Waiters. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> 45, Bartolo Cologne. Four in ten of the smart, good-looking respondents so far say that they are at 25% or less of their all-time peak. Yeah. Now, if you peaked, if you were a high school wrestler mm-hmm. and you got your uh, senior picture taken with your shirt off because you had the six-pack abs back then, you know, enjoy it while it lasts. The singlet in the singlet? In the singlet, yeah. Uh, 40% say 25% or less. 29% say 25 to 50 22% say 50 to 75, must be the younger part of the demo, and 9% say they're in 75 to 100% of their best shape ever. The and best the nine- okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, no lying. Those are the guys that go to the uh, weight room and just rub their arms and look in the mirror, right? Yeah, those you know. are the guys. Nobody's ripped in the old folks' home. That's a good point. Uh, so I put myself, I'm somewhere around 50. I, I call myself a D student. Because I'd be in the low 60 percentile. But you still pass. Yeah, it's funny. Because there's, well, there's being in shape and there's being in shape. Uh, round a is a ours, shape. That's right. Round is a shape. Pear is a shape. <laughs> it is. One of our friends who is a uh, former professional athlete, I'm not going to out him and mention his name, but he told me what it used to be that spring training starts around Valentine's Day, right? Mm-hmm. So they'd just be blow it out all winter, and you'd get to the point of... Um, yeah, you know, the bowl games, perhaps, and mm-hmm. burgers and beer and stuff. And then you realize, holy cow, it's coming up. And it was like cramming for finals. All of a sudden then, a couple weeks, the 10 days, two weeks out, they put on the, the rubber suits and try to sweat, and they lose 10 pounds or 15 pounds of winter weight. And you show up looking kind of trim and in the same uniform that you were in. But in reality, he wasn't strong at all. He wasn't, like, in any way in shape. He just looked like, you know, and so outwardly, Coaches would say, ah, must have had a good winter. You look like you're, you're pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. No. I, I was on a beach. I was eating burgers and drinking beer until the last 10 days of yeah. know, massive panic and literally flop sweat because he was worried about getting sure. yelled at. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so that's not in shape. That's kind of where I'm at. Like I could, I've looked worse. I don't know that I've ever felt this bad. It's so easy to do, though. It's stiff, and it's so easy to lay on the couch. And... Cheese tastes good. <laughs> Cheese. Cheetos, too. Cheetos, All right. yeah. Armin, let's take a spin through what's happening now. Shall now, we? sir. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? Nothing. When? Just now. Wear it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? What's Happening Now is brought to you by Robert Hack Diamonds on 76th and Layton in Greenfield and Green Tree in Port Road in Glendale. RobertHackDiamonds.com. Boom! Uh, What's Happening Now is the Final Four is set. When it comes to clinching games in baseball this year, bet on the road team. A lot of parties on enemy soil that we've seen, haven't we? Yankees. Yeah. I mean, Yankees lose last night at home. They couldn't hold serve. Red Sox win last night. Uh, Brewers three times. Yeah. yeah. Did you no watch? Doubt. Did you watch a little of the Yankees uh, Red Sox game? I did, and it was really interesting. Obviously, because of the Sabathia thing, Aaron Boone getting some heat for leaving Sabathia in a little too long. Yep. But the they made it close against Kimbrel, which was something else I didn't expect, and that, that was a really exciting ending. It was. It was. Uh, you know, bases loaded. It, it was. There, there was some drama there, but the Red Sox are a better team. They vanquished him. So Red Sox Houston. Milwaukee, L.A., your Final Four. Let that just roll around in your brain a little bit. Final Four team standing. Our Boston and Houston. Okay, Houston, yeah, sure. Red Sox, yeah, well, they win 179 games. Brewers and Dodgers. Big, sexy markets and us Hickory Huskers just hanging out. Well, it's funny. I know a lot of people in L.A. and in out east Boston fans, too, and they're just like, hey, you're little, they call them the Brujas. You're Brujas, you're going to get swept. And it's like, so I got a couple of shekels on this series. Good. You got to defend the hometown. You're pretty wicked smart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you wicked the smart. Did you fight? My friend, it's wicked smart. Uh, but what you really need to know is police had to escort a woman off a Frontier Airlines flight Tuesday. 
because oh, of her wait. support animal. All right, wait. Let's guess. Um, I'm going to say it was a peacock. No. What is these animals? No, it wasn't. Um, <clears throat> the passenger boarded a flight in Orlando that was bound for Cleveland and brought along her support animal, which was a squirrel. <laughs> She did not indicate she had an emotional support animal. And then she did not, uh, oh no, she did indicate she had an emotional support animal, but failed to let people know that it was a squirrel. Mm -hmm. Two straight days of squirrel stories. We've had two squirrel stories. Did you see that? The the, the pigeon didn't move. I had to swerve to get out of the way. I saved that pigeon's life. What pigeon? You drove right into that squirrel. (laughs) Squirrel? Oh, we have no deal with them. Man, oh, man. Uh, what's happening now? Jimmy Butler still wants to be traded from the Minnesota Timberwolves. Armin follows his career because he's a Marquette guy. Yeah, I'm all over this daily drama of there Jimmy Butler. There was a Butler. deal uh, allegedly fell apart over the weekend, but now the Heat want to put the paddles to it and continue to try to acquire Jimmy Butler. Now, if the Heat are to, if they can resurrect this trade, if they can make it happen, if Jimmy Butler goes to South Beach, do they become your favorite team, Armin? Well, second favorite. The Bucks are always number one, but yeah, with, with D Wade, D Wade and Butler, and Butler together, yeah, ring out a Hoya, South Beach. Uh, it's the Miami Golden Eagles, right? Yes. Wow. So, uh, Butler but, still hasn't practiced with the Timberwolves. He wants out. Why is he being so tough? It's hard to it. deal with. Yeah, I don't get it. You know, it's, that was it, a, it's a little surprising for a lot of people. Earlier on in his career, it wasn't like you know, all of a sudden he's nice become, guy. Yeah, he's trying to get paid. Absolutely get that, but you can still be nice. Yep. Uh, but what you really need to know, Chesapeake, Virginia, is kind of putting a squash on Halloween. They have a law in the books that they may start enforcing that uh, bans people over age 12 from trick-or-treating. <laughs> uh, residents have been warned that overage trick-or-treaters could face fines of up to $100 and six months in jail if they're caught going door-to-door in costume begging for candy younger revelers will have till 8 p.m um or else their parents could also be fined for having them out too late so i guess if you're over 12 you just do what every other teenager does just walk up to the door with no costume and a pillowcase and stand there stand and don't the say anything this There's, is they're going to be carting people for trick-or-treating fake ids the other way yeah kids only 11 oh shaving i don't care yeah over 12 i once used that I use that the flip side of that. Someone asked me, at what age should you stop bringing a glove to a baseball game? And I said, right about the time that you can't, you're too old to trick or treat. Yep. And then yeah. people give me a hard time with that because people like some people like to have their gloves just in case. In case the ball comes. Yeah, you want to be ready. But I, I pretty much said, yeah. Armin, yeah. when's the last time you brought a glove? Oh, it was around that time. I I was a kid. I'm not. I wasn't in high you. school. Uh, yeah, last week. <laughs> I brought it up Ouch. to the press box. It just it gave me. The bad thing was you brought it to a Packer game. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's happening now, um, you may not remember this. Maybe you want to forget. People who remember, it's still painful. We like anniversaries in sports. This is the one-year anniversary of Trinidad and Tobago beating oh. the U.S. men's national soccer team, knocking them out of the World Cup. That was supposed to start all kinds of soul-searching, and we're going to make this better. And why can't the richest nation on earth field a decent soccer team? And where are we today? This is about the same place we were a year ago. Yeah, nothing's happened in a year, right? Nothing. Nothing. Does anybody care? Good for Trinidad. Let them have a good time. Enjoy it. Yeah, it was. Uh, if you recall, though, it was a big. We talked about that that day yeah, after. People like, were what freaking the hell? out. Why aren't we better at this? Yeah, people freaked out, and 
we're we're um, they play Columbia tomorrow night, so just FYI. <clears throat> but what you really need to know, a 33-year-old Moscow man whose name was not released. Uh, rode the escalator of the Moscow Metro subway up and down over and over again, swinging a bat at dome lamps before he was apprehended. Sounds like Russia. Yeah, he was uh, captured at the scene and told to sober up. The man said he apologized and said he had uh, about five beers. And vodka. And a liter of vodka. Oh. And uh, before going on the bat-swinging spree, and he said... He, he thought they were penguins. <laughs> what? So he was riding the escalator with a baseball bat, wiping out dome lights because he thought they were penguins. What is these animals? But he said he could not really um, explain why he had such a hatred for penguins at that time. <laughs> <He just> felt, <laughs> Damn, nature, you scary. The penguins. Oh, my God. And are there penguins in Russia? There aren't even penguins in Russia, are there? No. Maybe I don't know. I don't think We're so. Probably at a zoo. Probably, probably. maybe like them. Siberia, wow. North North Pole. That's way it? north. No, that's but wow. this is in Moscow, though, right? I yeah. guess. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Toby played a gig there <laughs> at the Ha Ha <laughs> at the Nitridge Mall. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's what's happening now. How about now? that Brezhnev? How about him? <laughs> don't you hate it when the toilet paper line gets a week long? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "What? Where are the jeans?" <laughs> <laughs> this joke is very funny. What's happening? What's happening next is we'll talk to Tom Hodekor of the Journal Center about those Milwaukee Brewers. Got to get closer to game day here. It's coming up on Friday. Hodekor's next. Drew Olson show powered by Wisconsin Harley Davidson. Baseball insider Tom Hodricourt from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel is brought to you by Westtown Monona Tire, where Ted and Brandon lead a top-notch team to serve you at the corner of Gammon and Odana. Tom is also presented by Left's Lucky Town, 72nd and State Street in Wauwatosa. A great place to watch games, eat wings, and hang out with Drew and KB. Hanging out is what we do most days here on the Drew Olson Show. Drew, KB, Mr. Lucky, Doby Maxwell, and we welcome to the program Tom Hodricourt of the Journal Sentinel. Hey, Tom, Doby brought us a gift today, and it is a, a batting practice fastball right down the middle for you. All right, let's hear it. He brought us a, a whole stack of Milwaukee Brewers baseball cards that the police department gave out in the early to mid-'80s, right when a young Tom Hodricourt was covering the, the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, here's some names for you. Bob and, the McClure, and the reason... Okay, go ahead. Okay, Bob McClure, Tom Tellman, okay. Pete Ladd, Chuck <laughs> Porter, and then obviously the stars, uh, Cecil Cooper, Ted Simmons, Jim Sundberg, uh, Rick Manning, some of your favorite guys here. Raleigh Fingers, of course, uh, Jim Gantner, yeah. the stars, and our own Bill Schroeder, the rock. Well, hopefully uh, Armin has a um, um, rib shot ready because I'm going to tell you the reason back then the police department sponsored the Brewers' um, player cards was most of them were committing crimes on the field in the mid to late 80s. <laughs> what do you mean, Randy Lurch? Come on, Jaime Kokenauer, Mark Brohard, Randy Reddy? Hey, uh, I, I said Deion. Kokenauer, I think, I think – 
<laughs> I think Jaime Coconut threw eight wild pitches in one inning or one game or some stupid number like that. I was telling you, Deion James has a rebirth because of that picture with uh, Craig Council that circulated. That's true. Yeah, people fingers. are wondering about him. So on the back of Jaime Coconut's card, it says, to be a successful athlete, you must have a strong mind and body. Exercise and diet are important to keep in shape and stay healthy. Keep your mind and body sharp. Develop good study habits. Get regular exercise and eat nutritious <laughs> foods instead of junk foods. You'll be on the road to success if you do. Not to mention a big bowl of greenies before you take the field. <laughs> wow. Thanks a lot, Officer Koharski. There we go. Let's not pull any punches. <laughs> Yes. The first time I was always skeptical when I was a kid that those uh, players didn't actually say that is when I read this long thing on the back of Teddy Higuera's card, and then I realized he was talking through an interpreter during interviews. I said, oh, this seems a little funny. I don't think this is him. He doesn't really. Uh, Renee Latchman was your manager. And then, and, yeah. But, you know, speaking of that nutrition stuff, did you guys see Lori Nichols' um, story in the JS on uh, Eric Kratz, or as we call him, Babe Kratz? That, that, guy's, got, that guy's incredible. I mean, He's not letting anything into his – he could never be – he has no future as a sports writer because he allows no poisons or toxins into his body. Well, he eats turkey bacon, according to the commercials. Well, that's right. When he was in Philadelphia, he was – I think maybe he doesn't do that anymore. Probably <laughs> not. vegan. Isn't that meat? Isn't bacon yes. meat? <laughs> yes, that would be – yes. It is amazing, though, and he's yeah. defied the uh, odds and – you hear him, like, he's been the folk hero of this time, of this little run the Brewers are on. And you hear him talk yeah. about how he might retire and he might, uh, you know, it's like he's their David Ross kind of. And and he's the new Niger Morgan. You know what? Um, he's going to be a folk hero forevermore in Milwaukee. I mean, if he doesn't do anything else, don't you guys agree he's already folk hero or cult hero status? Sure. Which is amazing because he's played for five or six other teams, but this is the team he'll identify with because he's had playoff success. Mm -hmm. He actually has 119 miles covered of uh, bus trips in the minors, 11,900 miles. He's a great story. Now, someone asked me the other day, uh, Tom, if, if you know, have you ever had a story like this? It's like, yeah, we had millions of them when the Brewers are bad. It's just that they're in the playoffs now because we had – Exactly. It wasn't uh, – Joe Winkle's ass was a garbage man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had Jim yeah. Rushford was but delivering the, pizzas at one point. Uh, Steve Sparks was John Axford was a bartender. Yeah, well they yeah so they were all great stories. Well, Ax you know was definitely part of a great uh, team in 2011. But most of those guys were great stories just to us. But the nation had no interest in them. Now it's completely. I mean, Eric Kratz, you know, almost has you almost have to take a number to get an interview with him at his locker. They're just waiting in line and. Uh, you know, these guys are going to just continue to be the national uh, obsession here in the Final Four because, you know, and I and I kind of despise that David Goliath, um, you know, stuff because it's kind of lazy journalism, in my opinion, and easy journalism. But look at them against the other three teams, especially their payrolls, Boston, Houston, and Los Angeles. <laughs> I think it's, the, it's incredible. They're, they're less than all payrolls of all those teams by at least a hundred million. I think. I, I, I have to look again. Yeah, I, mean, but. I mean, the Dodgers, the Dodgers are pay, probably paying more guys not to pay play for them right now than the Brewers are to play for them. Yeah, and that's something I wanted to ask you, Tom, as we spin forward here with Tom Hodgkord of the Journal Sentinel on the Drew Olson Show. What does this run mean for the Brewers in terms of like business? The cash registers are ringing. They're making money. They're selling merch. Team stores been open and and. 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Turning people away. So, all right, do they, does that mean they can, like, spend more money on players next year? Does it mean that they'll, you know, what, what does it mean to the bottom line? Because we know it's important, but in what ways does it manifest? Yeah, I don't. I don't know um, what the total dollar amount of profits for them is. Uh, you know, as far as the money from the games and the broadcast, I think it gets divided among all teams in some way. Although the teams playing might get more. Um, but yeah, and let's not forget this team's sinking sixty million dollars of their own money into Maryvale. Yeah, which is which is from what I've seen of the neighborhood, the first sixty million ever spent there, um, and so. You know they've not, and, and Miller Park they just constantly update. The reason it's still one of the best ballparks in baseball is because they did not let it lie fallow. Let's not forget that Chase Field opened at the same time in Arizona, and the Diamondbacks are would just as soon set it on fire and leave. I mean they they want out of there so bad. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Same yeah, time period. It's amazing. I've heard a couple of writers who don't like Miller Park say it's basically Chase Field with a beer slide. Oh man, that's a great part. Yeah. It's very similar. Yeah. But it's better. <laughs> I like I like it I better than it. both. It's um, I don't think there's any comparison. To just the whole place is just way, way, way yeah. better. They got a swimming pool, but you know, in Milwaukee, they could just put an ice rink out there and be, you know. That's true. Mayfair Mall. Yeah. They should swimming, put, they should put crappies in there. Not a good. In- <laughs> yeah, swimming pools are not, you know, considered good investments in Wisconsin. No. All right, Tom, you had a run yesterday. They had like a brief workout thing. Today's a workout. Tomorrow's the full-on formal workout where we uh, – I know you're going to try to get the starting pitcher out of Craig Council. Do you expect him to hold it close to the vest, uh, or do you think they are truly are yeah. undecided about their plan for game one? Um, I don't think they're undecided, but I'll be surprised if we get it today. Um, you almost sort of have to do it tomorrow. <laughs> Although that bullpen game thing, they didn't announce that the actual that Woodruff was starting until the day of. You know, you wow. don't have to have your rosters till Friday morning. Yeah, they like keeping that stuff secret. But I'm going to project. I'm going to predict. You want me to predict the rotation right yes, now? Yes, I see do. How close they get. This is how I. This is what I'm. What I envision, and and I may be. I may go 0 for four on this. But let's throw it out there. Sure. I'm uh, I'm um, for those who don't pronounce the his name well, Jahuli Chaching in the opener. Of course, his name is Yolis Chasin. Um, I see him in the opener. Then I'm going to predict a bullpen game in game two because uh, you can do it with in front of an off day and get away with it, and have the guys get rest. And then check out Wade Miley's career record in Dodger Stadium. It is most outstanding, including going back to his Arizona days. Ooh. So I'm guessing him three and Gio Gonzalez in game four, and then back to Chassin. That's, that's, how, that's my prediction. I like that. That's bold. We like that, Tom. That's why we have you on. That's outstanding. You want, you want veteran lefties. You want veteran lefties pitching against the Dodgers in Dodger Stadium. They've got a bunch and... of left-handed boppers. You know, and 
and it's a less it's a it's it's a less hitter friendly park because uh especially when you get later into the game and stuff the line drives and well hit balls tend to die in the power alleys there I mean, I think we were given a pretty good hint yesterday at the workout when Zach Davies threw uh, live BP. Do you think he was doing that just to get ready for spring training? <laughs> well, to keep the batters sharp because they need to see semi-live pitching. Well, no, it, was, right. was, it was the extra guys. You're probably um, right. That's, so, uh, that's probably right. Well, that's so, the thing. I, 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 and so my, my projected roster moves are uh, Davies added for one of the outfielders, one of the extra outfielders like Broxton or Santana. But Davies pitching in a um, in, in a multi inning relief role, not starting. I could and see then, that. Then um, I think I think because all those left handed boppers, you need another lefty in the bullpen. So I think Xavier Cedeno gets added, and Freddie Peralta, who didn't, who was kind of Rockies specific, and still never pitched. I think he goes out. Okay. So, well, that's interesting because we were that. we were, were my, kicking it around before with us, Tom, and I had said. A bullpen day makes sense on the first game because it's you know you have time to recover. It's lower leverage than later in the series, but that makes sense that you do it before the off day. That makes total sense. Yeah, because then uh, you know you they have the built-in off day, and before you need to use any of them again in game three. Hey, I have no idea. I, I might go over four. You know? Nah, man, they, I'm, they I'm gonna trust start... you. I trust you. Yeah, I, I got a question. I mean. You think uh, Cato Kalen's going to be there during the Brewers <laughs> on every game? Well, I doubt if he'll be there on a Brewers press credential because I, it, even though it's a shtick, I'm not sure they like the puke vomit stuff. <laughs> um, He's entertaining, though. you got to love to see him with a Brewer hat on. Oh, we love it. Yeah, that would be good. Uh, and... He's entertaining. Yeah, he's, he's entertaining like um, – Demolition Derby races are entertaining. <laughs> they are. Wait That's for the true. Crash. It's and, not your car. And Mark Adonazio has got a lot of friends. Lives in L.A. You got yeah. you know, Moustakis, Braun, Yelich, all from Southern California. This is going to be an interesting series from their standpoint too. There'd be uh, a lot of interest there. Yeah, to keep the nut down at the newspaper, we've been asked. We've been asking Yelich and Moustakis and Braun if they have like an extra bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Airbnb like at Yelich's house. That's a great yeah. idea. Tom, thanks for joining us, man. We will catch up with you uh, uh, probably from the workout tomorrow. All right, guys. Have a good one. Tom Hodricourt. Exciting, Sentinel. isn't it? Isn't it exciting? It is. Tom is brought to us on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, except during the playoffs when he's around more. Presented in part by uh, Bobcat Plus with locations in Butler, Appleton, De Pere, and Chippewa Falls. It's the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. All right, if anybody, any of the smart, good-looking listeners in our audience are looking for a career change, or uh, especially you truck drivers out there looking for a new place to work, will you be home on weekends? Will you be treated like a member of the family? Krepke Trucking is your destination. Uh, They are located in Jackson. Their website is kruepketrucking.com, kruepketrucking.com. A family-owned business with roots back to 1946. They are looking for new drivers. They have more stuff to haul than they have people to haul it. They want to rectify that, and we want to help them. So if you are interested, if you have a commercial driver's license or if you're thinking of getting one, they have a mentorship program. They can pay you while you're getting trained. They'll get you up and driving. Krepke Trucking, check them out. Very nice people, friends of our show, K-R-U-E-P-K-E Trucking, Krepke Trucking, in it for the long haul. Drew Olson, KB, 
Mr. Lucky, Doby Maxwell, Armin is here as well. 414-799-1920 is the phone number. We welcome friend of show, friend of Doby, Tim in Clinton, Wisconsin. Tim, welcome to the Drew Olson Show. How are you guys doing today? Buddy, we're good. Fantastic. I, I got to tell you, you know, KB's been a comic for a long time. Tim runs a place called Boxcars in Clinton. It is the best one-night comedy show I have ever done, and I've done them all. Honky-tonks, gin joints, smoke-filled hell holes from coast to coast in every time zone. Tim runs the best, buddy. Thanks for calling. Call for that, but thank you very much. I just called to think it was ironic that you're on the radio and I had a colonoscopy today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dude, I, you, I just took a selfie. That's all I did. Just you, sent it in. Can you feel the love? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, um, Brewers and Six. Well, I was wondering about that, and we're going to tee that up because Bucks and Six is the hashtag for the local basketball team. We don't really have a Brewers in Six. There's no prediction they haven't been in the playoff series enough to have one right that's to true one, so. that's true but brewers and six could be a companion piece to bucks and six which has mm-hmm. kind of taken on a life of its own here yeah i kind of like that so wait something they haven't what the bucks haven't done it when since since oscar robertson was playing oh, okay yeah well let's go drag something that's 16 years old out <laughs> yeah. well Why no we no no, no the bucks say it because brandon jennings said it before yeah. the miami series right and which and, and yeah. which was what happened in that they got swept they it was got like swept. okay good yeah, yeah let's go with that someone needs to go and sit down with the people and explain how those things work how rallying cries work they usually work based on success not yes. something you'd like to happen and get swept in for. Well, for this week, can we just steal the Boston Celtics beat L.A. chant? There you go. Can't we just say beat oh, L.A.? Oh, yeah. I think I was sure not to come with it. Yeah. So beat instead LA. of bucks and six, it should be, can we win at least one? How about that How about, for a hashtag? Well, if the Brewers are going to win one game in the series, why can't they make it Friday's game one? Because then we get free burgers from George Webb. There you uh, go. How about it? Great point. Right. Great point. Yeah. They're going right. to win They're gonna right, so let me five ask, or six. That's my prediction. Let me ask Tim. Tim, um, I want to know your favorite all-time Brewers player and then your favorite current Brewers player, because they might not be the same. What do you got for oh, us? Oh, man. Favorite all-time Brewers player. I'm probably going to go way back to uh, – Maybe Joe LaHood. <laughs> Dude, Whoa. that was mine. I swear <laughs> to God that it was going to be mine. Joe LaHood or Ted Kubiak? Bob Coluccio. Bob Coluccio, that's right. They platooned, yep. You know, or I did I did like uh, Johnny Briggs just because his hair was so big. And oh, stuck yeah. Johnny Briggs, Davey May. So Side you're going burns. back to 71, I'm with you, buddy. All the way Baby. back. All right, what about yeah. current brewers, Tim? Current brewer, um, man, probably Travis Shaw just because he's just kind of gritty and Kind of does the, does the job. He gets you it know, done. Just seems like it's just uh, just one of them guys that just uh, goes out and does his job. I mean, then uh, everything that he dealt with last year still stayed professional and everything. It's just amen. Uh, Good call. Good. Thanks for the call, Tim. We appreciate it. Boxcars, Clinton. We got to do a live appearance there, guys. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. KB and I will do a show. You're listening to the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley Davidson. It's Wednesday on the Drew Elson Show. Powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Drew and KB are still in the throes of pennant fever. This is the year we go all the way. All the way. All the way. All the way. They'll talk brewers with Tom Hardicord, the Journal Sentinel. 
they'll indulge in a little art appreciation. And they'll catch up with a longtime Wisconsin sports fan and once promising left-handed pitching prospect, Mr. Lucky himself, Dobie Maxwell. Does this not disturb everybody else? And now, one of them might leave early to interview for the job of U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations. <laughs> Here's Drew and KB. The is the roof. What a family, what a family. The babysitter, we're going deep. You just be a good girl. Well, I'm getting older and grumpier. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Bongo, 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 bongo. <laughs> Pain. Aguilera unloads. Look, I'm a Milwaukee kid. I don't ever want to be successful. Many yards for me, kid. You know, just hanging out. Just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I respect. Oh, wow, we're going head up, Woody. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. Well, actually, I do like Braun better than Aaron Rodgers. Foo Fighters. He could be a freak on the court and on the shit. Oh you God. know what I'm saying? Hi, hi, hi. Hi, this is Barry Manilow inviting everybody to turn the radio off. What the hell's going on out here? What? Dicks. Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness. And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the <laughs> All right, for the first time in memory, sports is not on the TV. Here at the iHeart Milwaukee Megaplex, we've got the Weather Channel on. KB is in his glory. Watching the Weather Channel. I'm telling you, this is insane. <laughs> this Hurricane Michael that's hitting Panama City right now is... KB, I got to hook you up with my uh, my landlord slash roommate down in Kenosha. He's 72 years old. He's got a barometer in every room in the house. He is glued to this like... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what any of this means. I don't know what millibars are. I don't know anything like that. All I know is I see the roof being ripped off a gas station and Dwayne the Rock Johnson just walked by. <laughs> That's all I know. That's how bad news this disaster is. Just shy of Category 5 on landfall here, which is holy smokes. That's like the top. That's as big as a hurricane can get. It's as big as a tornado, except it's going to stay for hours. Damn, nature. You scary. It is. It's pretty nuts. Um, so I just uh, shot a text to Lindsey Slater, our official. Uh, we, we're the only sports radio show that has a meteorologist need on staff. One. You need one. I think it's great. So she's going to, she said she'd call. She was in a workout. Oh, she called. Look at that. Hey. She just answered the call we, right away. We our, interrupt this workout so that uh, Channel 12 meteorologist and friend of show Lindsey Slater can join the program. Hi, Lindsey. Hey, you never skip a leg day, guys. Never <laughs> skip a leg day. or Never. Okay. Like a lamb, chicken leg, turkey chicken leg. leg. Turkey right. leg. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was just doing. Okay. Well, this is pretty kick-ass, isn't it? This is bad news. Uh, the hurricane, yeah. It's, it's pretty It's not ideal. Um, a lot of it is really because the Florida Panhandle has never seen a storm this Strong. I don't want to say big because storms can be big, like in size, and that's not a big deal, but it's just strong. I mean, it was only seven miles an hour away from being a Category 5 hurricane. Which, put that in lay people's terms, that's worse than the worst tornado, right? Well, right you, up you, there? It's, it's hard to, uh, I guess it's hard to kind of say like hurricanes versus tornadoes. I think hurricanes do more damage, like dollar wise. Tornadoes are actually faster when it comes to wind speeds. Um, Tornadoes can cause more destruction, but they're in a very isolated spot. Hurricanes are like 
a trifecta of storm surge, flooding, rain, you know, wind, everything. So well, tornadoes are just the one. <laughs> and a tornado just blows by you in a matter of minutes. This is going to be over yeah. them for like a day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So a tornado can definitely... You know, like the worst tornado, you know, like the El Reno tornado in Oklahoma in 2013, that one had winds in excess of 300 miles an hour. The fastest hurricane, I think, topped out close to maybe 200. But remember, that's sustained winds for hours and hours and hours. So hurricanes are definitely, hands down, the most destructive, one of the most destructive natural disasters out there. So I saw saw something this morning I've never seen. And that was Jim Cantori was talking to Stephanie Abrams, both good friends of yours, I'm sure. I don't, you know. I do have Jim's. I do have Jim's cell phone number. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so does Jim ever just? Who text, doesn't? Do you ever get a text from Jim that just says "you up"? But <laughs> no, um, I did get one similar to that when I went down to Savannah a couple weeks ago. He was wondering where we were mobilizing to, and um, he heard that a bunch of us were going to get switch to someplace else but they ended up sending me back home anyway but that's about all I got so he uh but he said i watched this this morning he said to stephanie abrams and i've never heard a weather person scared and mm-hmm. she was afraid and he said he just totally went off script and he said you know what i've never done this he goes but after this break you get out of there i can hear it in your voice you're terrified it said that on and the air for all reason and i think that the thing is is that I mean, even as meteorologists, we're, you're allowed to be afraid, but it's, it's in our nature to warn people and suppress those feelings so that you can be coherent to send out an important message or a key message to people. You're the one that has to be calm, even when delivering the bad news. That's your job. So, you know, in the past when I've covered tornado outbreaks or anything of that matter, severe thunderstorms, whatever, you have to be calm, even if you're giddy at how cool it is as a weather event, or even if you're terrified because it's heading for your house. You still have to maintain your composure. And for a meteorologist as seasoned as Abrams or Cantori to show that kind of emotion, that is scary. That's abs- That should really bring it home to people like, wow, they're scared and they've covered so many disasters. Absolutely. Like my grandpa always said, curiosity killed a cat five. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm trying to get that in Oh, there. she's going to make that a T-shirt and take it to the next meteorologist convention. God bless you. Do it. Yes, with a cat on it. Actually, yeah. there is a meme out there that has cats that are flying around, and the one that's, like, the most disheveled is a cat five. So, like a big fluffy do you cat. have meteorologist conventions? Yes. What are, like, are the breakout fun. sessions? You know, well, is it, like, um, uh, overpasses and storm and snowstorms? <laughs> I mean... Do you have, you know, dealing with low floodwaters, sleet for fun and profit, how to put you know, the ruler in the snow to measure the, the, <laughs> the wise temperature at the airport, yeah. obligatory yes. ground shots. You know, <laughs> oh, make sure you have movement. That's all that matters. That's it. Um, <laughs> actually, I've, I went to my very first, I've been a meteorologist almost 10 years, and I went to my very first meteorology conference in August. 
um, in St. Louis. And um, it was really cool. I was only able to stay for a day and a half because we had tornadoes here. I had to get back for it, and so did Baden, as a matter of fact. But um, you actually learn a lot. There's a lot of case studies and a lot of, you know, how can we learn from this event or why didn't the message get out? And case in point, even with this hurricane right now, there are still people that didn't leave. I don't understand why you wouldn't leave when we're telling you you need to leave. Well, it just breaks my heart. It just so, breaks my heart. Well, let me ask you this. You went to St. Louis in August. Didn't anyone check the weather? Because it's like 95 uh, and 95. I yep. love that kind of weather. Oh, uh, it's amazing. <laughs> oh, I'm with you. <laughs> Tropical. They actually went through a heat wave when we were there. They typically will be in the 80s. But, yeah, they had, like, heat advisories going on when we were there. But remember... You're inside at a weather conference in a conference room. It was freezing inside. I, I actually wore a jacket out to lunch. So, I was going to say, hotel ballroom, you're freezing. So when, when, when the breakout sessions are over, the convention, everybody retires to the hotel bar, you just have a couple of drinks then and show each other pictures of your barometer collection? <laughs> Baden does have an anemometer collection. That a what? He does have. An anemometer collection, like wind speeds. Oh, oh okay. yeah. He just does. He brings I, it around. I thought that was something everybody. he could have surgically removed when you said that. <laughs> no, you know, no. honestly though, a lot of people do do the whole hotel bar thing, and I must just be a wimp. I couldn't make it past ten. I was out. I, I cared more about getting the run in in the morning because you're sitting in a ballroom for eight hours. I can't not move. Can do I they, see your Doppler? Do, <laughs> do they compare? Do weather people compare? You know, worst weather covered stories. Like, what's the worst thing you've ever been in? The worst thing I ever personally have covered, or yeah, or been in the worst weather event, you know, just as a human. Uh, yes, um, I can tell you, uh, my first job in Jackson, Mississippi, I was like 24 years old. I covered the largest tornado outbreak in history, April 27, 2011. Oh, was, we were on air for 23 hours. Was that the one that hit the campus? Didn't that one go? Was, that was when I went to Tuscaloosa. Remember yeah. they got hit real oh, bad. Yeah. It was like over 300 tornadoes over like two days. It was. Awful. It just kept coming. It just did not stop. It, wow. Like I remember taking a nap in master control, which is where all the buttons get pushed. I took a nap yeah. for like an hour and a half with my phone on my chest, and the next warning went off. I'm like, all right, back at it. Like I mean, right. that's what we did. Right wow. But that was the worst one I've been in. All right. Well, these guys have had this on. I generally don't watch the Weather Channel, but this is a big event. This is the time to watch it. And mm -hmm. these guys have had it on for the last hour and a half. And I will no longer complain about not being able to mow my lawn here because uh, it's been so soggy. A lot of these people aren't going to have lawns. I, will, no, I, I, I can't complain about you know, uh, that. It takes perspective, I think. You know, I even had someone that emailed me today that said something like, am I ever going to be able to mow my lawn, Lindsay? And I'm like, you will. And your house is still here. You know, right now we're trying to tell you about how bad this hurricane is. And I realize that it's not going to affect us, but... It's a big deal when you have a hurricane that's impacting an area that has never seen winds that fast in the history of record keeping or weather record keeping rather. That's insane. That's intense. And I think it just, you know, it makes you appreciate how lucky we are to be in Wisconsin. We are pretty clear of most natural disasters. And once climate change takes a hold, we're not going to be impacted that bad. In fact, we'll have longer summers. So, yay, Wisconsin. Yeah, people will be happy about that. It does seem, though, Linz, that we've you just forget. It was only a couple weeks ago that North Carolina got pounded, and they're still digging up. But we've moved on. The news cycle. And this now. is going to go over the oh, top yeah. of them. Yeah, we have the we have the attention span now of like you a know net. third graders, and we just can't even focus. But yeah, they're still they're still uh, without power recovering in yes. North Carolina because it was Florence and then Hurricane Kavanaugh and, and now Hurricane Brenda. <laughs> no one's oh, talked about it. Haiti. No one saw it. They Haiti. Puerto Rico. No, the earthquake in Haiti. Yeah, no, they haven't. Um, 
because it doesn't impact them directly half the time, you know, yeah. but with Florence, I, I, I actually feel, I do feel bad for Florida. Obviously this is horrible, but I actually almost feel a bit more bad for uh, the Carolinas because here we go with another system that is going to literally go directly over them with some more rain. Let's yeah. just add some more, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, maybe another for them, maybe another five inches, but put that into perspective. That's, that's the like 50 inches of snow. Yeah. For that, us. I can't even so, fathom. And they're already still flooded. I mean, they're going to be, it's going to be devastated for a long time. No one talks about Harvey anymore. They're still devastated. They're still digging out from that. That's true. That's true. Oh, so, my goodness. This is something else. You know. Lindsay, we appreciate having you on Retainer. Um, thank you. Come and see us in the studio sometime. Yeah. You? Anytime you want, guys. You just okay. holler at me. I'll, I'll talk nerd- nerdy things with you. Well, that's or, all we do. You know, whatever. You, you'll be among <laughs> friends. Thanks, Lindsay. No problem, guys. Take a deal. All right. Lindsay Slater from uh, WISN 12, our friend. Uh, she always pops on to our show on Saturday night. Dan Needles and I do Big 12 Sports Saturday, and she provides a little She's good. Update. Very good. She's fantastic. So uh, there is your update, man. And this is no joke. We can, I mean, we're kind of joking <laughs> about it, but it's pretty you serious, You were busting man. my chops yeah, when like, I first came smokes. in, and I'm like, okay, just no. take a look at this, because yeah. this is insane. No, you're yeah, totally right. It's, pr- it's pretty wild. Uh, yeah. Hur- the Hurricane Michael. Yeah, I mean, this is some Ridley Scott stuff. Want to be like Mike? Not not in this case. The Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, continues. In honor of Lindsay Slater's appearance, I'll say that we're live, local, and late-breaking on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. I'm Drew. KB's here. Mr. Lucky Doby Maxwell's hanging out with us. Armin's answering your phone calls at 414-799-1920. All right. We've been talking a lot of brewers because they're the talk of the town. Doby's wearing his brewer's jersey today. It's not Jersey Thursday, but that's all right. It's just it's a special occasion, buddy. Yes, it is. All right. Um, but I want to know, Dobe, we, last year you had an interesting personal thing you had a moratorium on watching the national football league you decided to spend your sundays elsewhere mm-hmm. yes still doing it are you still still you have quit the nfl doing now, good things i bought there's a uh, financial guy if you know you know who dan kennedy is kennedy glazer he's got a whole line of stuff out the no bs way of selling marketing oh, okay. and stuff like that he's great and i i bought a big uh, load of his stuff on ebay Cheap. His seminars like thousands of dollars. I got a big box of CDs and books for 150 bucks. So Sundays, I've been doing that and finishing my next book. So you are uh, a man. So this has nothing to do with NFL protests or anything. You nothing just like to, that. You are a lifelong Packers fan. You know what? And I've seen two Ooh. Super Bowls for all the, all that watching for 40 years. It's not worth it. So I'm retired <laughs> and I'm moving on. So you will watch the Brewers. Though. Still cheer. Uh, this is a Still great thing. Come on, but, it's it's rare. It's good. I'm just wondering because now you're living like you hear secondhand and you read about it the Packers are off to a relatively ugly start and Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers is not playing well mm-hmm. and what we're discovering and what we've come around to on this program is that there's nothing special about the Packers except Aaron Rodgers and when he's mediocre they really suck they do bad team bad bad team bad bad team bad and Rodgers played the first half at Detroit there aren't many teams they can beat if he plays like that Buffalo maybe Maybe San Francisco it's coming on on Monday night because San Francisco is awful because they're so injured. But there aren't many teams they can beat. And now I know it's a week-to-week league. Everything's just temporary. It's a snapshot Mm -hmm. of what we're seeing is not what we might see a month from now. And teams that look indomitable in September and and October 
are often you Bear, know, Bears fans are insufferable they're, right they're now. They're often by December they're thinking about their draft position. Sure. So it can it can change in a heartbeat, but there isn't a lot to hang your hat on with the Packers right now. Mm-mm. So you made a good move getting away, and and I've got so many friends who says, "Oh, can I join you? Sure, <laughs> do whatever you want." Yeah, well, yeah, you'd be free on you'd free up your Sundays because Sunday was a great example. We you had to sit through. It was like eating your vegetables to get to dessert. You had to sit through the oh. Packer game to get to the Brewers game, and the Packers game was not entertaining. It was I don't know. It was entertaining, but it wasn't uh, no. rewarding. I didn't see anything remotely entertaining unless you lived in Detroit. Yeah. And I was in the UP, of course. There are two fans in the UP, Packers and, and Lions. So no matter who won or lost, I'm screwed by the time I get on stage. So it didn't matter which way it went. Yeah. I was still half of them were angry. Yeah. 414-799-1920. 414-799-1920. And it's interesting. And we'll see because the prevailing wisdom around here in our industry is Packers trumps everything. Packers, Packers, Packers. Talk Packers, 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 and then slip in some Brewers, Badgers, or Bucks. You know, right, but now it's been all Brewers, that's which the is mantra. It has. And it's, you can't be. help it. But the thing is, they're going head-to-head on Monday night. Packers on Monday night football against uh, the fighting Garoppolo-less 49ers, and the Brewers are going to be playing the Dodgers in L.A. at the same time. Most people would tell you, well, the Packers will still get a bigger rating. More people are interested in that Packers game. Are they really? It may get a bigger rating in Green really? Bay, but I got a feeling in Milwaukee it's going to well, be Brewers oh, by a long shot. Th- me will now, be. it's a it's okay. This this will be it's the age old case. It's ESPN carries Monday Night Football, and then the LCS. Where are they going to be? I'm not even sure. Armin, would that be FS1 or Fox or, or TBS? It's not. Um, it's not TNT. Or I think TBS. it's FS1 or Fox. I think it's FS1 probably. Yeah. Would Fox put that up against the Mulch Channel? Football? Well, yeah, it, but the thing is, like, so you have that, well, who, so that depresses ratings anyway. So it's not usually apples to apples because it's kind of a well. Who's got the, the local spectrum? broadcast rights to the Packer game because it has to run on a WISN twelve? Okay, mm-hmm. so it'll be whatever up against Channel twelve, not necessarily ESPN. Well, cha- people people like to watch it, but they, they they'll be watching both in the market. So you gotta gotta add it together, right? But that's so that's two stations you can find the Packers on, and you have to hunt for the Brewers. But if especially if the Brewers win, like the first two, even if they get a split, yeah, the interest in Game Three, it's playoffs against regular season. And we've been down this road before, but I always forget, and I've always been told. But then we haven't been down it that often. Though, well, in 2011, we? the that's Packers in 2011 weren't the Packers coming off a Super Bowl? They were. They I were mean, undefeated until they were. That, that was that big 13 yes, 0 start. So it's a little bit different with the Packers depressed. That's true, yeah. There's no doubt and, people are more this focused is not, on the Brewers. And, well, and let's let the let's follow the money. If you go to StubHub, the Brewers tickets sold out for the NLCS for the entire NLCS in about 20 minutes yesterday. Mm-hmm. Sure. And you go to StubHub or the the our friends at Ticket King and stuff. There are plenty of tickets for the Packers Monday night game. Is it's at Lambeau? It's at Lambeau. There are a lot of tickets available, like mm-hmm. more than usual, and they're cheaper than usual. So that's an indication of interest. So yeah, will that yeah. translate to TV ratings? I'm not sure, but I just think it's funny to, to tee that up because we're not used to being in this situation where it's an either-or. Because generally speaking, and I know I've been doing this a long time, it's Packers. On a normal October uh, 10th, we'd be talking almost all Packers. Brett Favre's birthday. Is it really? Yes, it is. I guess somebody, yeah, that's right, somebody tweeted You're not going to the that. party? Mm. Yeah, I, didn't, I lost my invitation. Somebody had tweeted that at us, but yeah, I had forgotten about that. It is, that. yeah. Okay. All right, well, it is a significant anniversary, uh, another significant anniversary, which we will let you know about as we move forward. But, got to prompt it, got to prime the pump 
414-799-1920. We need contestants for what is these animals. Oh. What is these animals? Love that game. That game. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's coming That's up. That's a winner. I love that 414-799-1920. Dial us up. You can win some prizes. Play What Is These Animals? It's next on the Drew Olson Show. Powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Glad ready. The one-two pitch. Ball line to Yount. It's short. He throws. It's over. The Brewers have won the American League pennant. Milwaukee, you have a World Series. Thousands of people streaming onto the field at County Stadium. It is absolute pandemonium. They're surrounding the Brewers. They have defeated the California Angels. Thirty-six years ago today, if you're alive and you were in Wisconsin, you know where you watched that game. You know where you were. Fifty-two thousand people at the game. Probably five hundred thousand say they were at the game. It's one of those deals. One of those where were you moments. It's an ice Dwayne bowl. Mosley on the call. How about that? It's an ice bowl. It is like the ice bowl. Absolutely. Drew Olson show rolling along. Drew KB, Mister Lucky Doby Maxwell, Armin with us as well. Okay, it's. Uh, it's been hard with all this Brewer stuff. We've lost kind of track a little bit of the staple of the 2 o'clock hour of the show. The game that we like to call... What is these animals? Inspired by Snoop and his narration of the animal videos, KB's going to give us some clues. Damn, nature! You're scary! Armin, what are you doing? Sorry, guys. I jumped the gun on that one. Wow. All right. We're going to re-rack that. Um, we'll fix that in post-production. Take two. Yes. Uh, KB's going to give us some clues. You guess the animal, and if you're the first pr- uh, correct guess, you'll win a prize. 414-799-1920. 414-799-1920. KB, Here we go. This animal was di- discovered in the Mekong region of Southeast Asia in 2014. Up until uh-huh. that point, didn't even know existed on the planet. That's amazing. It's mostly light red in color, while its abdomen and head are black. It derives its name from a mythical creature in Harry Potter novels. It feeds on cockroaches by injecting it with a toxin that leaves the cockroach alive, but unable to direct it, its movements. It then proceeds to drag the roach to its lair and eats it alive. Damn, nature! You scared! There we go. That was the timing I was looking oh, for. Oh, yeah, Armin, you, you only missed it by like a minute and a half. <clears throat> it is classified as, because I said after I, I said after the third clue. No, I get what you wanted. Which is, of it, course, it just, hit it right away. Premature, it, it by accident. Premature so. ejoculation. Right. There you go. And it is classified as an ant mimic species, which copies the ant in many ways. Uh, such as its way of moving and general appearance so as to trick predators and prey alike. So tell me. What is these animals? All right. 414-799-1920. That's 414-799-1920. Our prize pack, courtesy of Master Z's, 
and just all the years that we've been collecting stuff to give away to smart, good-looking people who like to play our games. Uh, we begin today, first out of the shoot is Paul in Madison. Paul, welcome to the Drew Olson Show. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on, Paul? Hey, Paul, uh, I'm coming to Madison tomorrow to see a show at the Sylvie. I've not been to a new, a new venue. I'm coming to be in Madison It's amazing. Tomorrow. We were at Death Cab for Cutie a week ago, and it was unreal. So that was, yeah, it's just opened like a couple of weeks ago. They had Nathaniel Rateliff open it. They've been getting some amazing shows. I will be there uh, tomorrow night, so I'm looking forward to seeing Congrats. the venue. Glad that you're there. All right, do you have a guess for what is these yes, animals? Uh, let's go with the Dementor Wasp. It is the Dementor Wasp. <laughs> so yeah. it, was, it was the Harry Potter thing that got it, right? Sorry, what was that? It was the Harry Potter clue, right? The guy, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. Uh, the Dementor Wasp. It's just not a wasp. It's a Dementor, dementor Wasp. wasp. It's, so it like feeds... It got its name because it feeds on the cockroaches like the cockro- like zombies. I thought Bears fans when you said feeding on cockroaches, but I was wrong. <laughs> I was wondering, okay, so it was discovered in 2014. 14, yeah. How many animals have been discovered since 2000? Yeah. Like, okay. It's not they often found that like we 63 find in 2014. When I was looking at this, it was like, this is one of 63 animals that was discovered. But don't there's all like beetle species and stuff like that? No, one was a sneezing monkey. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I saw them. They opened for a band. Like they're I think they're coming to the Sylvia in November. Sneezing monkey. Sneezing yeah, exactly. monkey. I think they're gonna How many be can there. you put on the grill of those sixty four? Oh my god. Yeah, that's a good question. All right, Paul, you're that's, a winner today, man. That's Hang good on monkey. the line. <laughs> Hang on the line and we will get your information. People really win that on the Drew good. Olson show. What especially is these animals? With what is these animals? That is One good clue monkey. out of the shoot. That's good stuff, man. Good monkey. I never would have got that. All right, so, hey, the monkey thing, sneezing yeah. monkey, wasn't the monkey that was uh, on the steering wheel of the bus at India that you talked about yesterday, right? No, no, it's a sneezing monkey, and I was looking at that one, too, and the sneezing monkey, when it rains, it, like, puts its nose inside its, like, arm to stop sneezing. I, I don't know. Huh? It's an ugly-looking monkey. Tell you that much. As, a, as opposed to the handsome ones. Yeah. Right, good point. I mean, I, you know, isn't that, like, a thing? Well, it's the Myanmar snub-nosed monkey is the real name, but the nickname is the sneezing monkey. I thought it was Burma. Oh, that's, that's a Ch- right. that's a Chinese restaurant in Cudahy, I think. That the is a, that, that is pretty ugly when you look at that when it opens its mouth. Yeah, it's got bad teeth. It's got teeth like my uncle. Must be uh, British, Uncle Alex. Yeah, right. yeah. I have a question, um, KB. Have you seen the shirt that the Capitals are giving away? The T-shirt that the Capitals have. It's homage. It's an homage to uh, T.J. Oshie. When they won the cup and they're having their rally and stuff, they celebrated. He pulled like the jersey over his face and like basically waterboarded himself with a beer and drank a beer through the jersey. Right. So the Caps are giving away a T-shirt to oh, fans. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And that says "World Champions" on the outside, and then when you lift it up, exposing your midriff, which a lot of us don't want to do, uh, it on the inside there's a thing that says "Let's Go Caps," and it's upside down so that when you pull it up over your face. It appears right. like the, the, the logo is right. All right, is this awful or awesome? What do you say? I think it's pretty cool, but it's I, it falls into one of those T-shirt categories where it's cool at the moment, and then you wear I, it once, and the joke is over quick, and it goes away, and years from now you're thinking, what did I get this for? You I think it's I awesome. I think it's awesome, especially if if the ladies are going to wear this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Well, yeah, right. Because then they'd be they could go to like NASCAR events or the Indy Five Hundred and mm-hmm. and yeah, they could do that. But it says "Let's go Caps" on the inside, and w- when you lift it up, I'm just wondering, as a practical matter, is it going to scratch? Are you going to are you going to get bloody nipples from wearing this shirt because of the where the logo is on the inside? 
if they screen printed it and it's cheap the way many giveaways are, I'm um, worried about KB. I'm worried about chafing. Bloody spent, nipples, aren't they opening for somebody? I think they are. They're for sneezing monkey. Yeah, sneezing monkey. I think yeah, so. At the rave. So I, that's what I thought. But you guys think? I mean, have you seen this thing yet? It's pretty cool. You know what's cooler though? Um, at um, where the Caps and the Wizards play, they have a 21 tap self serve beer wall. Beer wall. Um, 21. Yeah. So you've got self-serve beer there. The new arena's got some sort of fast Pfizer beer form. has got some yeah. kind of, yeah. That's Why self-serve? That, yeah, I, I'm not sure about they, self-serve. They the brewers had self-serve it's for like a machine. It's like a machine, and I don't know. They, they, they brag about how much beer it pours in a certain amount, of, like in one minute. It's like eight beers a minute. I don't know what it is, but. Yeah, you purchase a cup at a kiosk, then you have to scan the cup, and then you pour, and it pours out a certain amount, and then stops. What's hmm. to prevent? Oh, it's just stop. Uh, Never mind then. Never no, mind. but what's well, to prevent? Being underage, or what's you know, or well, yeah. given, you know, I suppose at any place, yeah. I mean, but you could, I suppose you could do it at anyone can go get two beers and give it to a kid who's underage at a That's at an arena, true. so it really doesn't make any Lord, difference, does Lord it? Lord knows that never happens. No, no, no. All right, um, 414 Thanks to Paul in Madison. Speaking of Madison, our friend Mike Heller is with us, host of the Mike Heller Show, which airs after us on these here airwaves and interwebs. Hello, Mike. Hello, Drew. Hi, KB. Hello, Norman. Oh, and What's say hi up? to Mr. Lucky. Doby's here. Hi, Mike. Oh, well, hi, Doby. I knew you were there. I uh, just forgot. I'm I, a big I, fan of your show. Short-term memory loss. I like your work. Short-term memory loss. So, Mike, where's the balance for you? We're very excited about the Brewers, but we haven't forgotten that the Packers are playing. So how do we – How do? where's the balance there for you? What's, what's the proper amount of Packers to worry about and obsess about these days? Yeah, well, I mean, we're in the midweek waiting game, right? We, so we get an extra day on the Packers, not until Monday, and the Brewers play Friday. You know, this this industry drives on negativity, so you would think that right now we're all talking about the Packers. Um, but I don't, I don't know what else to say. I'm actually a little bit bullish on who the Packers are and, uh, and who they're going to be moving forward. I did actually attribute a negative comment to KB yesterday. About the Packers, you want the first, what? only one. Yeah, only one. I mean, KB, I'm I'm not, I'm not putting words in your mouth. You said that they're just not good. That's and the way I look at it. I, they're I just know. not good. I and, can see that pretty accurate. Yeah, and and I think they're just average is a little bit of the semantical difference. Can I say the word semantical? Armin, yeah. is that okay by you? Well, um, you can do it, but semantical, <laughs> I, I allow it. I allow it. You yes. do, and you'll yeah. clean it up. But I, but I also think they're going to be good. I don't know if they can be great, but I think they're going to be good. I think it's a playoff team, and I think um, Rodgers Sunday was when he talked about being aware instead of concerned. To me, that was like relax, and it was like run the table. I think Rodgers' play will get a lot better, and, and I think they're going to have a little run here. 2-2-1 two, two and one's the definition of not good. Yeah, well, so no, it isn't. It isn't. It isn't. Been. It's the it's the definition you, of of average. Where, well, where you see a spark though, and you see potential, I see this is the same movie we've seen before. Not pressuring the quarterback, you know, just not getting, not making plays. Just I see the malaise, and part of it is, well, you said it, Rogers. He could single handedly lift them up to being a threat, but he hasn't shown that at this point. And history says he will regress and start playing better. But when he's average or barely above average, they suck. 
Yeah. Well, and and again, I think he's been. I mean, his numbers tell you the opposite of being average. But we're watching. Well, him play, he's, so he's, he's had some garbage time test. numbers. Yeah, yeah, but how? I mean, how often are they down in games and they pile up all kinds of yards? Like that wasn't an impressive performance. It, screw the screw what the I, box score says. Sunday yeah. week was awful. I agree, but I think that's my point. Is that we have a we have a raised bar, and we should, given what the Packers have done over the long course of time. But when you you know we talk about Rodgers being average, that then the team sucks. Two two and one does not define suckage. No, it defines the Cleveland Browns because that's who they're tied with. No, yeah. the, the, they love two wins. Yeah, they would love to to have two wins. Uh, it puts the Packers uh, what a, a game out of first place or whatever, a game and a half. Uh, with the Bears, and it puts him dead even with the Vikings. So I, I think our definition of they suck is different because of what we've been through where the Packers are concerned. Okay. I think they're just average. Well, okay, and, and there's... average might be, well, average to good, 10 wins might win the division. Yeah, they have a they have a better record than the defending Super Bowl champions, if I'm not wrong. Because aren't the Eagles yeah. two and three? So just a little perspective. I, I think nine, six, and one might win the division. We are forgetting You're one right. important variable here, Mike. Danica, lose the toots. Danica, because oh, yeah. you know what? He has to come home after practice with a bad knee and listen how she wants a scrapbooking room. And he's got to go, are you kidding me? Wow. Are you kidding me? I'm trying yeah. to wear. I'm trying to win a Super Bowl, and do you want to go to Michael's and buy broken sticks and little leaves and press them between books? <laughs> are you kidding me? No, what did she say? Dream catchers, right? Dream catchers? She's making really? Dream- a greenhouse? Uh, how do I? How do I? Oh my God! Don't even, Mike. Don't, I'm not going to suck you into it. Just let Thank it go. You. Thank just you. let I was it go. How I exit that? Just let it go. I'm not going to drag you down with me. And, I'm just saying. And not for nothing, the comparison Packers and Browns has never been, at least in our lifetime, in modern times, more accurate. Two, two, and one. They're both two, two, and one. The Packers have scored 115 points and given up 114. Makes them net. Plus one on the plus, plus minus one. scale. Plus baby. And your Cleveland Browns two two and one have scored 114 and given up 113. Wow, so they like, are the Cleveland Browns. They are Blame the Cleveland Danica. Browns. Blame Danica. Blame Danica. Got Olivia's phone number left. Going back to some old. Uh, I will. <laughs> I will make an, an Ian's pizza bet with KB that the Packers play uh, in the postseason. Packers play in the playoffs. Ooh, Done. All right, all right, but here that's we go. okay. Um, I I would say, can you tell me that they'll definitively that they'll win a playoff game? Oh, I I I don't know that. I mean, how, ah. how would? Yeah, no, but I because that's not my enough? part. Making the playoffs is, is nothing. Is it, Come on, right? Well, okay. I'll let me add this layer to it. If they make the playoffs and don't win a game, it's over for Mike McCarthy. Oh, I'm with you there. I don't think I mean, Goody wanted year, him in the first place. Yeah, yeah. one year contract extension last January the second said that if you don't, essentially it says if you don't get to the NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl, you yeah. won't be back. And yeah, that, what they've shown me now. But the thing is, it's a sliding scale because nobody else is any good either. <laughs> the league is not good. Yeah. Rams are good. I just the Rams knew, are good. I, just, yeah. I feel good about having won an Ian's pizza bet uh, in advance from KB. Okay, oh, two pizzas. Oh. Two? I owe you one already. Uh, right, Not so doubling down. We we won't step on it. We know you're going to talk. Uh, well, wait. Are you going to talk to Hodge Court? You're gonna, you got him tomorrow. No, we're going to have Bill Schroeder on today. Rock oh, is going to join us. Beautiful. Okay, because uh, Hodge Court laid out his pitching theory. And, yeah, uh, I heard it. I like it. Chassine and then a bullpen day before the day off. I like that, too. Bounce that off, Rock. See if he thinks the logic is flawed. I'm going there. All right. We will uh, talk to you tomorrow, Mike. Thanks. All right, boys.
Mike Heller of the Mike Heller Show follows us right here on these airwaves and interwaves. Thanks, Mr. Lucky. Thanks, guys. DobyMaxwell.com. Thanks for listening to The Drew Olson Show. Make good choices. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.